Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for November 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is over the moon mm. that Australia won the international rules. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, fuck you, Ireland. How dare they? How dare they come across and... Come into our country. And, and play a game that's sort of ours and sort of theirs. <laughs> and they... You know what? I mean, sorry. I, I know I'm stumbling here. I haven't slept. Uh-huh. I've been partying hard in Perth. I like, saw the footage. When you win in Perth... Northbridge went off last night. Fuck it. It just... Perth knows how to party when uh-huh. they win when they when win an international, international rules series. Yeah, yeah that, that town goes off convincingly. Like, they, they were prepared for it. Uh huh. Like they knew. Like best of two, we went in one nil up. It could have gone either way. <laughs> yeah. It could have been one all. Yeah. But we buried those fucking pale motherfuckers. And I've got a feeling they do points differ- differential. So we call it. So Is that right? I think we beat them by ten points the last time. So if they won by eleven points, the title would have been theirs, Adam, but not our brave Aussies. Fuck. There's a, there's a lot riding on it. I, I where's their statue? Okay. Where's the statue of the halftime mellow? That uh, Joel Selwood started. Where's the statue of... Uh, where is the victory parade for legendary Chris Scott? Well, I think you're getting a bit premature with that. I, I think the, the powers that be, the, uh, the heads of the International Rules Series, <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they're very powerful people mm-hmm. because they brought... They said two competitions, two completely different games. They said, let's bring them together. That's yep. how powerful. Yep. You don't see that happening anywhere else. No. You don't see, like, uh, lacrosse and, and table tennis coming together. No, you don't. you don't. You don't see, like, NFL football, but they've got a baseball bat with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, more for off the field. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. <laughs> so that's how powerful these people are. And I think that... Uh, I think just the Australian people... Mm-hmm. But you know what? You say that people didn't really celebrate uh, as much as you think, but, you know, every Irish pub in Australia was packed last night. Really? They may not have had any fucking idea <laughs> that there was an international rules game on. Oh. You know what disappoints me, though, Michael? It, it was played in Adelaide. It was played in Perth. Yeah. Best of two. It, it's not enough. I'm seeing, I'm seeing best of 11. Okay. Going around the country. I'm seeing going around every, every available... Maybe best of... Uh, 49. Best of 27, yeah. Best of Just get it yeah. out there. Like every available ground uh-huh. you can host either, because uh, it's a soccer field essentially, yep. or rugby field, mm-hmm. or AFL if you want people AFL miles X. from the action, <laughs> right, which, which have demonstrated they can do really well. Yep. Uh, so there's a, there's a viable... You just put your hand up and go, we'll host one as well. So it could go best of 213. As, as many towns that are willing to host it... Yes. ...therefore it should be played there. So if you put your hand up, no matter how big or small your town is... You get a game. You get a game. And, you know, that, that would mean every player... Everyone loves to represent their country. That's all they talk about. Because you get the All-Australian, but all you get is a jacket. You get a you get jacket. jacket, no. You get a shit jacket. Who sure. gives a fuck? No, he's got something you can slip on. Yeah, Gary Ablett's got heaps of jackets at home. They mean nothing to him. But playing in the international rules... You want something you can sleep in. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what every young boy... Little kid. 
in the, in the backyard up, yeah. who's kicking an oval ball. Kicking the footy with their dad, their mum, their you know, yeah. kid. What are you going to do when you grow up? Yeah. I want to play international rules. Yeah, I want to play, play with a round ball. And I want to kick... Round you know what I want to do? I want to kick an under after the siren. I want to kick an under after the siren. That's, That's what, what every little do, kid... Dad. Yeah, that, where are those nab I want to be goalkeeper. I want to be goalkeeper, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to only be able to handball five in a row before I'm forced to kick. Because you can't have six handballs in a row. I want to tackle, tackle someone who actually doesn't really play a game where they actually tackle. I just want to be bonafide rules, Dad. Yeah. Dad, Dad, I'd like to be better than someone who still has a job and does this at night because he can't can't afford to play this as a real sport. I want to take on someone who has full-time employment, Dad. (laughs) You know what they're missing, though? You know what market they haven't tapped into? Mm -hmm. China. I mean, you've got Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast going, but you want to get those Chinese people fired up. You bring Australia and Ireland. Tell you what. That'd be, that'd be millions, millions. Imagine that in Shanghai. Uh, well, why don't we extend our tour then? So if you're in Australia, put your hand up, you get the, get the game. Mm. Do the same for our Chinese friends. So if they put their hand up, they get a game. How many towns in China? Gotta, they, they, we can have a five-year journey. Well, I, 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 you know what? I don't think that uh, every time it happens, every sort of um, sp- uh, spring that it, that it occurs, it's never-ending. So we lead at this point, but then next year you go, oh, Australia's leading... 111 to 1. Uh-huh. And so we go into it and go, can Ireland come back? And we build it back up again. I've got a feeling maybe we should actually cancel the Junk Time AFL podcast and now begin the Junk Time International Rules podcast. I think it would be pretty popular because we can tap into the Irish market, the lucrative <laughs> Irish market that we haven't tapped into yet. We should do three. We should do the regular AFL season. Uh-huh. We should do an International Rules podcast. Yeah. Looking forward to yeah. the, the next... The next uh, Series, yeah, I and see then, where this is going, and then also our AFLX. That uh, our <laughs> AFLX podcast, podcast is going to be huge because we will broadcast live from the AFLX. Because I'm assuming that it's going to be played on the same grounds as our other favourite sport, uh, lingerie football. Uh, yeah, it's going to be played at Hindmarsh in Adelaide. It can be played at Etihad in Melbourne, and then is it going to be, be played at Etihad? So Hindmarsh be... is a is a soccer field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and then Etihad can be converted into a soccer field. Oh, absolutely, but not not. In a good way. And then uh, it can be played at Allianz, uh, which is the one next to the... The SCG. SCG, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so, so talk me through... So how few people do you think they're going to get at, <laughs> at Allianz? Uh, I mean, could this be uh, the chance for Xavier Richards to stand up? <laughs> like he said, I don't want to play AFL because <laughs> Sydney's too expensive, but AFLX, Sheesh, you know. he could fucking dominate. <laughs> Because he's been playing for Sydney University, uh-huh. and he's been p- playing his craft. Like he said, you know, he when he's out there, he said, "Can we can we take nine people off the field? Because I want to get used to AFLX." And they're like, "No, you fucking can't, mate. You're an idiot." Uh, do you reckon uh, players would not want to play it? Surely, I can't imagine any team putting out their best. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's, it's bad enough already if your team if you do a knee during preseason, but to think that you might lose a player doing AFLX. That would be uh, not ideal, would it? Oh, again, so you say that, but if you... So I'm speaking from, like, what maybe general public might be thinking, not me personally. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, and if you're a player, as a young player, you go, oh, Dad, I'd love to play international rules. He goes, son, forget international rules. It's AFLX. It's game in town. Yeah. So you're picked. What position do you want to play? You want to go, I want to play centre left back, Dad. Yeah, you go, want... you're there. I want to be a sweeper. You're in. I want to kick a 10-goal super, 10-point super goal, Dad. Yeah. From outside 40. <laughs> it's not really that hard, son. <laughs> so they're going to play February 15, 16, 18, 17. 
Yep. So we get a book our, book our, book our flights, man. Uh, six teams are going to be playing each other. I think they're going to play... Are they going to do like a little round robin and then have a winner at the end of the day? Is that how it's going to... I think work? that play might be doing... They're doing ten... So basically... Two ten-minute halves. If you're into the cricket, it's your, it's your 2020... Of football. Of yeah. football. So the thing is, though, so in a round robin with six teams, how many times will you see your side? Three times, I suppose, out of that, if every team plays each other? Well, wait a second here. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, gotcha. Um, well, no, no. Well, well, if you're playing, you'd be playing five times, then, wouldn't you? If you're playing everybody, no. Surely they couldn't be doing that. Surely they're broken up into little groups as well. Yeah, so, yeah it's it's three it's three groups of six. Okay, gotcha. But two ten minute halves, that's or is it six groups of three? So there are there are okay six groups of three, or is it nine groups of two? <laughs> they're bringing the VFL into it as yeah, well. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> either way, either way, it's uh, seven people on the field. Or seven. And you, I think you have to be zoned. So I'm looking at a little map here. I think you have to stay in your zone, so two at each end. Well, they're showing how, uh, this is on the AFL website. Mm. Uh, no, sorry, the uh, Herald Sun uh, AFL website. And they've got, like, the basics. So it's got seven players on the field. It look, it's, it's a soccer field, essentially. Yeah. And clearly, the Herald Sun has no fucking idea how it is to be played. Four posts at each end, two 40-metre arcs, ten players per team, three on the bench, uh, no restrictions on rotations. None. I think that'll get people in. That oh, will get people yeah, in. No, fuck. How many can you rotate in 10 minutes? Um, and then we have no marks for backwards kicks, except in the forward, forward 40 area. Oh, that's it. I'm, I'm already confused. Uh, last touch out of bounds, a free kick. Oh, I love that idea. They've pulled that from international rules because it's such a success in that. <laughs> Kick-ins from behind the goal line after all scores. So if you kick a point or a goal... Then kick in. Oh, kick oh there in. we go. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's, uh, it's, I guess it's like basketball. You score, you take it from the end line. That's a good point, yeah. And at least Jeez, two, it's a hybrid, isn't it? There we go. Two players have to be in the forward arc at all yep. times. And then free shot from forward 40 arc. From directly in front for deliberate rush behinds. Okay, they give you a rush behind, then you get a free oh, kick then you from, get a free shot. from 40. And you yeah. can't be out... LBW twice in a row. A handleball. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they have brought back the uh, flick pass as well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Here we go. The groups are divided into two pools of three. So six teams are going to be playing six on that day. Three. No, three, three pools of six here. I oh, know, but then divided in again. So they've got six teams. Okay, look at me, Adam. Oh, okay. Six teams. <laughs> like it's confusing the And like. then they're going to divide those six into two groups of three. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they, they'll play each other. So your team will play twice. Oh, okay. So you yeah. get to see your team for 40 minutes. You get to see uh, players 35 to 42 yep. uh, run around. <laughs> run and around, the rookies. Run around the twice rookies. for 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I'd go. I'd go. Uh, maybe I will go because I moved to Sydney a bit ago. So that will actually, I'll be a bit um, star for yep. uh, you know, a whole bunch of football. So there's no centre bounces at all. So how does the game start? Um, or does it just never... Is it maybe like a bit uh, soccerish? Toss a coin and then kind of one team gets a like netball. Yeah. One team starts first yeah. half. One team starts. That's amazing. So, that, or is it a quick little jump ball? No, I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's. I I, I would walk away if it was jump ball. I I'm a, I'm a fan of just toss the coin, and one team gets it. I think it's safer for everybody. Mm. I don't want to see. I don't want to see your your, your backup 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 ruckman doing his knee. And uh, should we get on to the bounce? Why? Big news about the bounce, mate. Well, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the bounce? So uh, we'll move on from AFLX. I mean, it's, yeah. it's too complicated for A lot for of times we can talk about AFLX in yeah. the future. Okay? It's, it's probably too complicated to, to, uh, to nut out <laughs> in a, in a three-hour show. Yeah. So we, we need more time. We'll probably do a live show on it. 
Uh, so, oh, okay. so, yeah, uh, junk time fans, just prepare yourselves. It's going to be a, at, a, at a whim. Yeah. It's going to be huge. It's going to be AFLX Live. And we'll talk to some of the superstars of the game. Some of the legends of AFLX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be a good, good show. The bounce. So, mm. do we need it? Do, do we, should we still have it? Raise away. All involved. Razor Ray was talking during the week. Was that today, Adam? Well, no, it was during the week. He stepped up his campaign to scrap the ban. So Razor Ray, who is, would you say, he's a leading umpire, isn't he? He'd be the face of umpiring, yeah. There aren't too many others who know. Now, Razor Ray's been in a few grand finals, but it's not like he has a monopoly on it. He's not doing it every week. No. Every year. No. But he would be the, the face of the umpire by the fact he would be the only umpire who has the nickname, I reckon, Razor Ray. Oh, there's... um. Cunt face. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> knuckle in, yeah. in green. Yep, yep. yep. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was saying that uh, they have uh, a bit of anxiety about Yeah, well, he's, he's described the bounce as his own kryptonite. Yeah. So he's compared himself to Superman. Mm-hmm. And Fair enough. He's, he's, and he said he's thrown his colleagues under the bus. He said colleagues were forced to medicate anxiety due to the pressure of bouncing the ball during matches. Mm. So he's going, he, he's okay. But, geez, some of the fucking flaky motherfuckers... The snowflakes over there. Yeah, they can't handle it. <laughs> They're all, like, before the game, just going, oh, Razor, can you bounce it first? It's like, you know, facing, facing the opening ball in the ashes. You're like, I don't want to do it. Oh, you don't want to, face, yeah, don't want to go nah, to the first ball, yeah. David Warner, you take yeah. it. He thinks he's David Warner. That pressure, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to pull a Harmison, do you? Nah. Go to, you know, third slip. <laughs> Um I reckon uh, they're going to get rid of it. Uh, and maybe not this year, but they will get rid of it. And, or they were going to do it at the start of a quarter. So you only have to bounce it like about four times. Well, then the AFL came out this week and said that maybe they'll keep the bounce, but they won't do the recall. So if it's a shocker of a bounce, yeah, gotcha. it's just play on. Yes, yeah, see, I reckon that's bullshit because I reckon that's done fair advantage then. Well, if that, I know it's the nature of the game. It's an oval ball. You can't do anything. Oh, you, you, I mean, ask Stephen Milton about that. It's one of the wonders of the game. Yeah, it's it unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and that's why I hate international rules. It's so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't like the idea that, you know, one ruckman will get a, you know, 20-metre advantage. Oh, you know what the argument will be straight there. down their throat. You know what the argument will be? What if it changes the fortunes in a grand final? In a grand final, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what, like, what if it if they bounce it really badly and it rolls yeah. all the way to full forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through for a point. Yeah, and, and that costs you the game, and it's, and it's golden point because <laughs> yeah. extra time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good bounce, but the wind just takes it and rolls it all the way through. So I reckon they are going to get rid of it. But he also talks about injuries now too. Umpires talking about their shoulders getting hurt and the like. Now back in the day, there would have been one umpire who would have been bouncing it around the field all the time on a wet ground. Yeah, I've never seen. They've never complained. Like uh, was Harry Bitesell? He was an ex umpire and, yep. and then became a uh, commentator. I don't remember him, like them having to strap the microphone to his head because he couldn't use his shoulders, mm. his arms. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are a lot of umpires getting around who, uh, you know, a lot of people would know ex umpires and or maybe. It's not like you can spot them. You know, you get a, a guy going, can you lift that up for me? He's like, I can't. I yeah, can't. it's hardly like they're John McCain, can't, re- can't lift their arms above their shoulders. You know, need someone to put their coat on for them. Yeah, that, that sort of thing. It's not, I, I didn't realise, maybe it is, Michael. Maybe there's like a, an old person, an old umpire's home. Yep, gotcha. And there's just nurses going around having Feeding to do things. Spoons, yeah, yeah, dude, they go, oh, I've got an itchy nose. They're like, oh, come here, scratch <laughs> their face. They can't do anything above their heads, the poor yeah. fuckers. Yeah, poor dudes. Uh, so I reckon, um, what do you reckon though? Are they going to keep it? Oh, I think keep it and just medicate the umpires. You know, you know what? If they heavily, heavily medicated the umpires, because yep. you know how people say umpires influence a game. Mm-hmm. They're influenced by the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in Adelaide, you go, oh, I got a lot more free yeah. kicks. We off. want to take that out of the game, don't we? Yeah. 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 A free kick Hawthorne. All yeah. that sort of bullshit. Free kick Joel Selwood, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got an umpire that is so Comatose. Valium to the <laughs> eyeballs, right? And you just hear like a bit of a gentle whistle because he hasn't got the strength to do yep. a full whistle. He's just like... 
And like, what happened? He's like, oh, dudes, dudes, that was a little, <laughs> that was a little bit high, probably. You know, you guys, you guys, you gotta, you gotta fucking take it easy, mate. And they're like, he fucking pushed me. They're going, mate, come on, come on. They go, you got a bit of saliva. You, you got a bit of saliva coming out of your mouth, Razor. They're like John Howard in the club watching the seagull yeah. fly by. Hey guys, look at that. Yeah, it's awesome. So he just it did. I think three chilled out umpires. Mm-hmm. Would be great for a grand final. They're not influenced by anything around them. Things are just taking a little bit of a slower pace. You know, you bring the ball back from uh, from a goal. Take 35 minutes. Yeah, they gently bring <laughs> the ball back. Everyone recovers. The yeah. crowd's got time to go out for a beer. Go, just kick the goal. <laughs> I'm just going to nick home. Because by the time they get it back down, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it. I think, I think medicate everyone. Yep, yep. You know, you, like goal umpires, they're, they're getting a bit too... Bit too full of themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. If you just had a gentle, you know, call for the replay, just gently. Boundary umpires work too hard. Yeah, absolutely, they do. Get something in them. Yeah, something in the drink bottle. Now, Adam, we have a very special guest coming up shortly. Uh, Craig Coombs, a former AFL recruiter. Uh, the, the annual tradition of having you on to talk about the uh, the draft coming up this weekend. I'm looking forward to that actually. The, the, got the, the draft this weekend, and it was a huge trade period. So I think Coombs is going to have a bit to say on that. Yes, uh, but why don't we do a bit of footballers in real life? I would love that. Can I kick off? I never kick off football in real life. It's always your, it's your thing, and I don't, I don't like that. You know what, Michael? I, I slept with an AFL footballer. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Well, I say slept with, slept next to. On a plane or something? On a plane. On a plane back from, uh, from LA back to uh, Melbourne, because I was recently over in the United States mm-hmm. of America. And so I was sitting on the uh, flight, and I can't even remember, I just started talking to this guy next to me, and I'd sort of worked out, I'd seen some uh, North Melbourne players with backpacks on. Ah, yep. And I was like, all right, there must be a few North players on my flight. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting next to, and I think he might be a third-year player, perhaps second, Ryan Clark, young player for the Kangaroos. Now, the first two fourth-year players for the Kangaroos had been in Utah, Oh yeah, doing a bit, know, of, a altitude. bit of altitude training. training yep. Yeah. So were they were they wearing North Melbourne? Uh, I'd say costumes. No, they, were, they didn't have the costumes. Uh, North, on. North Melbourne backpacks. Is uh, that how you That's the only thing I could tell that yep. they were North players. So I okay. just uh, had a quick sort getting of, a lot of attention at LAX. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> it was North Melbourne. No, no one knew who they were. <laughs> getting um, a lot of attention at Arden Street. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was weird because I, I was in the, the Qantas lounge before we flew. Didn't see any of them in there. Uh-huh. So it's like they must have just been hanging out like like peasants. Yeah, sure. Out in the public area. Ugh. How yeah. do they live with themselves? And this is how well North are going. You're, you're an AFL player. You go, you know what? We may not fly business. We're, we're, not, we're not a high-ranking club. You go, we're going to be... We may not even be premium economy, Michael. But you accept that. But if you're an AFL player, where don't you want to sit? If you're on a plane, you're flying, it's the A380, it's a big flight, there's a couple hundred people on it. In where, the middle. You don't want a middle seat. Yeah. You're an AFL player, you don't get middle seat. No. You get window. Maybe... Maybe you get aisle if you I want. I think you'd aisle. want aisle just because to be able to stretch your legs out a little bit because they'd be taller than your average man. Well, I guess so. He wasn't super taller, but he's maybe a couple of inches. So maybe he was like 6'2", something like that. Okay. Anyway, he's in the middle. The story's dragging. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting in the middle. And you go, you poor fucker. Uh-huh. You're, you're on an AFL list. You're in the chump seat. So anyway, I was t- chatting to him and I was saying, oh, you know, you must, uh, you must have a couple. They must give you, the club must give you a couple of sleepers so you can just fucking knock yourself out. You're sitting in the middle seat. You're a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they give us a few. So he basically, as soon as the plane started taxiing, he had downed a couple, had the eye patches on, the headphones in, and then just fucking knocked himself out. Didn't want to chat to Rosie. For the whole trip? Uh, well, it was really weird. Like, they, they started, he said to me he'd taken the sleepers, he'd lay down to sleep, then they brought the food around, then he ate, 
Then he put them back on, and then I fucking knocked myself out. And nine hours later, I was awake. So it was a, it's a good story, huh? What were you taking? Mate, I've got my own. I, uh, I'm friends with uh, certain people who may have um, assisted Essendon in their, in their, <laughs> their great year. So I, I slept for, um, from LA to Melbourne and then from Melbourne for the next three days I was asleep. I have a football in real life as well. It's a bit, a bit one out of the box, I reckon. Really? Or the uh, locale was uh, unique, okay. unexpected. Current footballer. Current footballer. So I was lining up at the ABC. So I've moved to Sydney, so I'm working at the ABC in Ultimo. Uh-huh. And I was lining up to watch a taping of Gruen. Oh. So it's on the ground floor in the foyer there. A rather large building. Like uh, I think the main building is about seven foot, seven, seven stories, I think. Okay. Large building. So I saw Stan Grant. I shared a lift with uh, Lee Sales. Mate, you are living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I saw a guy wander through, a bit taller than your average Joe as well. So they're obviously Will Anderson fan, going to see the Gruen transfer. Well, this guy wasn't going in to watch the show. He was kind of just wandering around the building because I didn't spot him up on the first level. Right. Uh, Tom Liberatore. In Sydney? Yeah. And then my first thought was like, that's weird. He shouldn't be in Sydney because he got a game on the weekend. I was like, oh, of course, it's off season, yeah. No, but also maybe the Hanoi Swans are about to run around. But I was trying to work out what he'd been doing in the building. Now, you can't just wander in. You have to go to security and get passes to, you know, that kind of stuff. They don't let you in. What if you're a premiership player? Well, that's the thing. Maybe he showed the medal. And yeah. the guy was like, okay, Sydney, mate. Wait. Oh, and against the Swans. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm not really sure what he was doing. I'm trying to think. Maybe did did he go to do an interview or something? Yeah, maybe did a radio thing or something. I don't know. But uh, Did you say g'day? Uh, no, no, no. He kind of bumped a guy too, actually. He was a bit, no, guy was a bit kind of annoyed by that. But he was in work eight gear. Yeah, and so he wanted by and I was like... We've well, got to keep fit just because you're, you're not the Whitney Nova. So I'm pretty certain that's Tom Liberatore. And then he went upstairs to like a library on the first level and also... Well, he's not there for the library. <laughs> and then the, there's like rehearsal rooms. Um, okay. Uh, but then I, yeah, lost him. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I, I, I had quite a few footballers in real life. I went and saw the... I don't think we've talked about this on the potty. Uh, the Western Bulldogs... Uh, documentary Outsiders, which was made by a friend of ours. Oh, uh, yeah, Adrian, Adrian Brown. Brown. So this was following, initially it was following Bob Murphy in the 2015 season, mm. and then he followed the whole team in 2016 as they went, went on to win the flag. If you haven't seen it, uh, as a football fan, it's fantastic. As a Doggies fan, it would be fucking magic. Really? It is a really great documentary. I'm not sure it was showing at the Sun uh, Cinema in Yarraville. Up until a few weeks ago, I'm not sure if it's still on, but if you haven't seen it and... Just as a football fan, it's fantastic. As a Doggies fan, it's, it's fucking next level. And surely it'd be available on DVD. Yes, yeah. absolutely it would be. And, and I, like I knew how it was all going to play out. I needed to go for a piss before Rob Murphy did his knee, and I just couldn't leave. Like, it was so exciting and so much fun to watch. What? Watching him do his knee? No, 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 just how much he's drawn into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I was, I was the only one cheering. <laughs> but there were a lot of Doggies players who were there. Oh, cool. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, many footballers in real life. Here we go from Matt. We have um, coming out of my work building Thursday afternoon. So it's like September 21, so it's a while ago. Oh, okay. Pre-grand final. Coming out of my work building Thursday afternoon when I spotted the man himself, Ross Lyon. Oh, wait a second. Have I read this one before? I think you have. <laughs> okay. I'll We're go very this professional one. on this show. Uh, here we go from Robin. Okay. Here we go. This is post-grand final. So, mm-hmm. uh, football in real life. Um, on the weekend, my wife and I made the world's worst football pilgrimage from Adelaide to watch the Crows be pathetic through three quarters against a team that some people in Melbourne appear to have some passion for. Okay. It's good that he thinks that they did well in the first quarter. In the morning, we went to the restaurant Simply Spanish down at Queen Vic Markets for some breakfast. So I was staring at this woman who I thought I knew from Adelaide for probably too long as the table next to ours was cleared out and just as I convinced myself that it wasn't her the husband shot 
shot me a look, and to my surprise, the husband is none other than Josh Kennedy from the Eagles. He was oh, out. Hang for, on, I know what he's looking at. He was out for breakfast in a no, Josh Kennedy from the Eagles. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, not damn. Josh Kennedy from Sydney. He was out for breakfast in a stylish blue suit with a white collared shirt with presumably his wife and daughter. Uh-huh. Maybe he was also staying in the city's worst hotel opposite. West Hotel, the opposite end of the city from the G. I seemed agitated and in a hurry to get out of there. They sat at the table next to us and ordered two skim lattes, lovely details right here, and baby Chino. He ordered the clay pot eggs, two poached eggs and some tomato crap. She ordered the gypsy (laughs) eggs with spinach on the side. My selection of toast, hummus, smashed avo, and poached eggs with a uh, ducker. Oh, yeah. What's a ducker? Ducker is like uh, spices. Ah, Turkish there we go. Spices. Middle Eastern. I hope the I hope this small child ate earlier in the morning. Um, interestingly, the meals came. He said he had the eggs and the clay pot was for his wife. Maybe he saw my breakfast and changed his mind. He was on and off the phone. Lovely details here. He was on and off the phone after being about being somewhere else uh, as he sat 30 centimetres from me while I tried to explain... Key JJK stats to my wife <laughs> and answer the nuanced question, which Josh Kennedy is better without him thinking we were stalkers? He smashed the eggs before the sprinkles were off the baby Chino. Then he had a couple of bites of the tomato broth of his wife's plate. The waiter offered a second latte, which he declined before kissing his wife and daughter goodbye, asking if she needed some money, and ran out the door to find her struggling to eat her tomato rubbish. Uh, we couldn't pick up where he was off to, but after stopping for a beer on the way to the ground, we saw him up on the screen next to Chief and Spud trying to do the kick over the Yarra. From what I saw, he put on a fairly lame effort, but maybe he should have had that second latte. <laughs> well, there you go. That is not... So they were doing the longest kick competition, which is a Fox yeah. footy thing on grand final morning. That is clearly not the breakfast of someone who wants to win that competition. Because <laughs> Fev, Fev won that. He did in the end. Do you think Fev's a... Eating that kind of stuff? Uh, Fev had not gone to bed that night before. Exactly. Fev trained properly. Here we go. I've got a few from Adrian, actually. Adrian uh, just bought some lovely snapper at South Melbourne Market and spotted David King. He was wearing some shorts and a thing that looked like he'd been for some exercise. He bought a lot of fish, some salmon fillets and some snapper. Probably to do experiments in the lab. That's nice. <laughs> um, you know, go. the pressure factor on snapper is enormous. Um, it gets up to like 190. That one, another one from Adrian. Uh, get it up. See, the more you get from one person, the more it seems like stalking in real life. Well, actually, these are there's a couple of pictures of um, uh, Ricky Nixon, so that was kind of stalking that one. Uh, here we go. At a cafe in Albert Park, across the road from the AFLPA office, built a great Chris Grant. Having a coffee with a mate, just chatting and looking very relaxed. And then, minutes later... Do you, reckon, do you reckon Chris Grant's used the 20 cents from that <laughs> supporter? Or is it, is it in a frame at home, go, this is, this is the 20 cents that, that saved the club? Yeah. They could be like 30 now, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, another one from Adrian, a few minutes later, oh, fuck, and at the same time on the other side of the cafe, Dr. Peter Larkin. He's very well dressed, having a late business lunch. Good to see Lark's out and about. Oh, he'd always be he'd always be sharp, wouldn't he? Be ready to go on the boundary. Yep. And here we go uh, from Adrian again in the CBD, uh, Little Collins Street, just after lunch. A shock of blonde hair comes into view. Yes, it's Isaac Heaney. He looked a bit lost actually. He clocked that I and my mates had spotted him and pretended to get on his phone while he passed. He was wearing a t-shirt and shorts and some sneakers. Uh, probably confused by the sunshine. He'll be cold later today, <laughs> as one of my mates said. What's Haney doing in Melbourne, eh? Yeah. 
That's a very good question. It is interesting. I mean, like the Liberatore thing, it is weird when you kind of see them out of context. Yeah. You go, wait a second, you're not meant to be in this town. Yeah, who oh, are wait you a second, about? you're allowed to have a life. <laughs> no, no, they're not allowed to have a life at all. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. We are Junk Time Over Pod on Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. Anything to plug? No, there's nothing really. Stubby to holders? Plug. I mean, you can, get, you can get the stubby holders. That's uh, junktime.bigcartel.com. And also, you know who didn't, we didn't get any footballers in real life, and I'm disappointed by this. None of our fans, none of our people saw Jamie Elliott pissing in a bin yep. after Derby Day. Did you, uh, uh, by the way, you went to America, so did you try and track down Job in New York? You know what? I was close to Job, because I ran into Job at the, uh, the front bar after party, yeah. and he told me the address of his cafe. Yeah. But when you're in New York, so I was down, it's in like the financial district, I was down in that area, but I'd gone for a jog. And you know how massive New York is? It's not like, oh, it's in Fitzroy, so you go, oh, it's a couple of streets over. It's like 10 blocks away. And I was like, fuck you, Job. I'm not going to your cafe. Okay, gotcha. So I didn't go. Well, you're not really a team player then, are you? Did you go when you were in New York? I tried. I've tried many times to go. I didn't get into it, but I went to the right place twice. But Did it was, you? It was shut. I've told you this. I was in the area. Yeah, I went to the right place twice, but it was in a building, and so you needed a pass to get in. It was weekend, so you couldn't get in. I nearly caught up with Max Gorn. What do you mean, nearly? Well, I was out with uh, uh, Triple M boundary writer Sarah Faul from uh, who did the boundary for uh, Triple M commentary, and she lives in Brooklyn now. And I was hanging out with her, and she was in a text conversation with Max Gorn, and we were trying to catch up Manta. with him one night. But gotcha. he, was, he was over in Chelsea. We we're in Brooklyn, too far away. Lost a bit of weight, Maxi Gorn, yeah, fighting no. fit. He's flying. He's flying. Who would have thought someone in a preseason would be flying? Is it? Is it his best preseason ever? Yeah, I training think, you know down. I think he's too skinny. He's a ruckman. You need to be. Well, he didn't have much to lose in the first place. No, he's pretty. You just you need your bulk. He's pretty lean he, in the first know, place. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's going to be a shocking season for him. Okay, we're going to head off. We're going to we're going to drop in as many times as we can, as uh, logistically as we can. We can um, do it, mate. We can do it. Yeah, but I suppose bookie tickets for AFLX. Get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Go Australia. And uh, Craig Coombs is coming up right now. Adam, we got a very special guest. Well, it's been an amazing couple of months. Returning to Junk Time uh, at Wayne Jackson Studios. Yeah. For the third or fourth time, I believe so. It's one of our favourite episodes of the year and also gets a lot of our talk from the uh, listeners of Junk Time. They it is our third, one. isn't it? Yeah. We've got a very special guest, Craig Coombs, former recruiter for Port Adelaide, former spy for Hawthorne. He gave us the lowdown on his insight yep. on the season, the trade period and the upcoming draft on Friday. Yes. Friday the 24th, I believe it is. Yes. Uh, it's, it's in Sydney, isn't it? And it, it's, it's on Fox Footy if you want to watch it because it's... Oh, it's a fun night. <laughs> it's a fun night. It's good TV. I do. You do? No, I know you do. You, you love it. Mate, don't worry. Uh, Chamber and I will be watching it because we don't have lives. <laughs> so, Craig, let's go. Let's begin with the Richmond victory. Did you foresee that at any stage at the start of the year? Yes. Really? I'll tell you why. <laughs> On the 23rd of December, um, my poor old dad was a bit ill and it was on his last legs with cancer and uh, me and a few mates, oh, I was in there every day, but a few mates were in there and the old boy, uh, he looked at one of my mates and said, uh, Peter B, who's a big Tiger fan, he said, put your money on Richmond Sydney grand final, mate. I can see it happening. And, and um, I remember Pete sort of saying, you're chopped up on drugs, dude. But dad, <laughs> and you're just about on your last legs and Dad just went, yeah, but I know I'm right. And we went, fair enough. And Pete ran out and put money on Richmond to make the grand final. Cause what were they paying at that stage? 26 bucks just to make it. Fuck. And uh, so he ran out and just put a little bit on that. And then at the funeral, at Dad's funeral, Pete was speaking, he 
pulled the ticket out and, and shown everyone. And he said, we knew Ernie was, you know, on the way out. And uh, who's he kidding? Sydney won't make the grand final. But the mighty Tigers will. Well, I had three guys at their funeral run out and back Richmond at 100 to 1 to win because they were like, no, oh, no, your dad. I'm going, he was... <laughs> Seriously, if, if Dad's right on this, yeah, I'll yeah. believe in that because I don't, and uh, I do now. <laughs> Amazing, he got That's it. Awesome. So, what will they pocket? Maybe pocket a few grand each. Yeah, they or? were very happy lads. Uh, three of them had done it. Pete was spilling because he only went the twenty-six to one. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, I didn't do it because throughout the year I just sort of thought, yeah. And as the year sort of rolled, I started thinking, I tell you what. They might be a chance with this list, yeah. just because they were doing something different. Other clubs were not used to, and they were making other teams change the way they selected their side. And when you do that, you know you've got the upper hand. Okay, yes. so when you say they were doing stuff that other make other clubs change, what were they doing? The small forwards, uh-huh. simply in the pressure acts. Yeah, because you couldn't then go in with my, my, what's the old standard backline: three talls, yeah, two mediums, and a small. Well, <laughs> too slow yeah. against Richmond, and then. Um, the plans just worked, and I think it was probably about, oh, I can't remember exactly, maybe June, I talked to Pete all the time, and he said, you know what, I reckon we're right. And he tried to do a forecast of the ladder, said, I think they're going to finish third. If they do, <laughs> holy cow. And he nailed it big time. We just thought, yeah, I'll tell you what, week in, week out. And they made two significant changes, uh, getting brought into the team. Um, that worked out well for him. It worked out, <laughs> <laughs> worked out very well for him and yeah. for probably most of us <laughs> and uh, because he's talking about never yes, his decision making was something they needed whilst not a superstar he's yeah. pretty calm under pressure mm. even when he played waffle and bring in Tomlinson who I think Dermot Burton described as the toughest bloke he's ever seen play the game no way when he was a GWS I've never seen a bloke harder than Tomlinson wow well, Tomlinson that's not Tomlinson what's his name um, you know the bloke who came in late kicked all those guys oh, yeah, not him. Graham no 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 and but, by the way you know, last year when we done this, mm. I reckon we had Graham in the top 20, and he went at 54. You know, he's played more finals than regular season games, yeah. kicked three goals and won a medal. Yeah, it's amazing. So we're claiming that, and McGrath, we tipped obviously go one, and we're other. Oh, we claim everything. Man. So we, did, we claim that. <laughs> so, so Jack Graham is actually junk time AFL's Jack Graham. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's how he was uh, presented at the grand final with his medal. He did thank you, didn't he? <laughs> when, when you're in clubland and, say, say you're an opposition team and you saw what Richmond did this year and you go, that seems to be the new way. One tall forward and surrounded by quicks. How much do they plan on changing their own development and the way that they recruit from that? Do they go, Richmond is the way, or do they just go hedge their bets and go, we'll get a couple of quick small forwards, but we still think there'll be two tall forwards at some point? Correct. They, they, they won't hit the panic button on that. They'll go, okay. it's a one-off. I mean, no one did with the Bulldogs, did they? Didn't follow their lead. Yep. Um, they won't. Missing Rich, the finals. Richmond, yeah, boom, boom. Richmond will change what they do. They, they can't do the same formula because mm. they'll be thinking everyone's sweating on us. Yep. And the coaches are too smart to figure out ways to beat it. So they've got someone to figure out how to beat it. Uh, Richmond will probably add an extra tall. They might go two. But they'll, they have to. I mean, if Griffiths or Hampson sort of held up, they probably wouldn't have gone that way. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was probably a necessity. That's all it was, I reckon, to start with. And yeah, then okay. they started thinking, hang on, this is This, this ball is doesn't work forward line now. Yeah, the pressure acts are incredible. I mean, obviously, the Hawthorne situation where, you know, Pup and uh, Puopolo, Rioli and, and all those guys, the pre- and Bruce, the, the pressure worked for them. Yep. So they then sort of thought, we're probably going to be stuck with these guys. Let's figure something out. I don't know who was behind it, Richmond, but well done. (laughs) 
And so uh, going into the actual game itself, what are you thinking? Are you thinking Richmond or Adelaide? No, I thought Richmond. I just thought um, that pressure at the small forwards. I thought Adelaide's ball distributor and calm, calm sort of defender was Smith. Yeah, oh, right, and they lost him. As soon as they lost him, line. I thought, that's going to mess him up yeah. because he's the one. I thought what Richmond will probably do is make sure they chuck all their resources into Laird, mm-hmm. put him under pressure, and like a quarter time I was at home with a mate of mine, a big Carlton fan, and I said to him, uh, welcome to Adelaide, Bryce Gibbs. Um, and he went, oh. I said, no, well, they're going to get cut up by Richmond here and they will then think we need him. Um, and I was very happy at halftime. <laughs> So the loss, the loss played into Carlton's hands in terms of getting rid of Gibbs. Like they knew that they were going to have to pay, you know, once they got rid of Lever, they got the two big picks for him. They were always going to get Gibbs. Surely you knew that too. Well, yeah, you kind of thought it, but uh, it an Adelaide loss was like, yeah, Gibbs is gone. Yeah, it's exactly what I said to mate. Adelaide lost, Gibbs is gone. They win the grand final. No, you'll keep him because yeah. they won their flag and they'll be right. Yeah. But now they'll be forced into it and it was just too obvious it was going to happen. And is Gibbs a good pickup for the, for the Crows? <sighs> How many more years do you reckon you get out of him? I mean, he's not, he's not old. He's only about 28 or so, isn't he? 20, I reckon at least five or six. He's very durable. He's hardly yeah. missed a game. No, like he's he, very he tore pec, pec muscle a few years ago. But aside from that, no. he's played most games. He'll be all right. He'll be handy. I just think Lever's going to be a huge loss. And Charlie Cameron. I mean, because he mm. was that speed and that X factor they had. Going to miss it. And looking at their list... Um, so there's not a lot coming through? Uh, I've done some stats on the list here with one to four-year players and where they're at yeah. in regards to the young players coming through, how many guys they've played and everything. Uh, and it's so obvious that teams at the top have neglected that bottom bit because while they're winning. Yep. Now you look at the Crows numbers and you go, uh-oh. Really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So what, what do you think it is? Like you've been in Port Adelaide, you've worked for Port Adelaide. What's the go? Why are so many players leaving Adelaide, the Crows? It's Adelaide. <laughs> but, 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 but Port seemed to be able to not only hold players, but they drew a lot of players there this year. And you know, Again, the numbers that I've done with Port absolutely scream uh-oh on their bottom end. So they, they therefore looked at their list and went, we've hardly got any games into these kids that we've picked up. So and Port have gone, we need a flag in the next two years or else we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah, I, as I said, I've done these numbers. Yeah, go through. And I've got... Port Adelaide, with a, what I've come up with a two, and I've looked at their uh, one to four year players. Yep. How many, how many of those guys have played fifteen plus games mm-hmm. that are in the best twenty two? Yep. How many have played under fifteen games that are in the best twenty two? You put a formula, so there's a differential, and then how many are on that list? So if we look at Adelaide, there were fourteen guys one to four on their list. Yep. Only three of those guys have played fifteen plus games, and three of them are in their best. 22. And who's that? Yeah, one was Lever. <laughs> See ya. And one was Charlie Graham. See ya. Out of their bottom... So that was Charlie Cameron and Lever, and they were the two of the best two, players. Two out of the three oh. out of, that, have, that in the one to four year players that have played 15. Yeah. And it left them with only one player in that bottom age, which I had was Alex Keith. Oh, yes. Who come through yep. to make their 22. So they get a number, a differential of the... Numbers on the list. The, 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 was he know, potentially a cricketer? Yeah, he was a dude. Because they may have mentioned that on the coverage page. <laughs> he played cricket. And that put Adelaide with a where I come up with a number of three. The higher, the better. And if you're interesting, look around the teams with the the lower numbers. Adelaide. Yep. Finished first last yeah. year. GWS. Port. So hang on, GWS first to four year players. They didn't have a lot over fifteen games. GWS have twelve players that have in that one to four bracket. Yep. 
two of them have played plus 15. Is that right? That, that, yeah. that astounds me. But yeah. I guess when you they're start to look at... They've been picking off guys of that list of other clubs because they're thinking, I'm not getting a game, I'm going. Yeah. They've got two. They've got two. And of the under who haven't played 15 games, none of them are the best 22. So then you flip to that... And That's you look really at, surprising, isn't it? Yeah. It's interesting that the teams like Adelaide, GWS, yep. Port and West Coast all made the finals yep. are all down to that low number because they thought now is our time. Yeah. Now, of all those teams, Port Adelaide, they hit panic mode because they look at the list and think, we've got 14 guys in that area. We had two of them that have played 15 games. Wow. And only one is in their best 15. So they look and go, uh, we've not got games into their bottom age. Yeah. If we promote those seven, because we've lost seven, what's going to happen? They'll get belted and they can't do that in late. So they've gone, we need to go and recruit. Now, yeah. whether they did it on purpose the year before and held some cash and yeah. thought, you know what, this 217 draft isn't you know, super strong, isn't massive. We can, we can, we've already got young kids. We, we can't inject another four. I remember 2003, Choco going, yeah, we're not going to go to the draft. And uh, I remember Pelksim going, no, it's the AFL rule. He said, well, I don't want to go. I don't want to change the list. <laughs> and he said, why, why should I change my list? I'm very happy with the 42 we've got or whatever it was. No, I don't want to do it. I said, Choco, you have to have three picks. He said, well, that's wrong. What, you can't force me to do that. And I think we do list to Jared Schofield and they took him back and yep. then a couple of guys and Choco's like no I'm happy well, I've done you, yeah. I've done well we're going <clears throat> I think we put the team together sir yeah. um, we've done well and I think Port have looked at him and gone we can't bottom out here we've got too many of these guys we haven't tried I looked at a couple of the names and I thought huh <laughs> who are you I, I didn't know a couple of the names on the Port list I felt like what <laughs> so they've just been running around Sample for a couple of seasons and doing naught and that's an absolute mess that league you know what's going on there it's just the most horrendous and hideous competition oh, why don't you go into that then what's, uh, what's, what's going oh, well, on with with, you know Port Magpies uh, the feeder team for the AFL yep. yeah. um, but I think guys name was Steve Summerton who was captain of the Magpies who played 497,000 games in a row whatever it's not bad it was that's good, good effort <laughs> yeah. all the other Port blokes are fit the rules are Port Power guys get preference. He had to play Rezies, and he was captain. Okay, yep. That's that's really good so idea. Get forced and, out, yeah. And you know where the Crows? You know they've got their feeder team. Do you know where their home ground is? The Crows sample team. Who is their sample team? The Crows. They're called the Crows. Okay, but w- so, they're, so they're Adelaide Crows players. Yep. Yeah. Do but you know? are they so they played in Sanford? Yeah. I have not noticed that. No. There you go. That's that's how how good the sample is for us at the moment. Yeah. Do you know where they play their home games at? Uh, no. Let's say football park. Nope. Uh, Norwood Oval. No. Uh, they don't. Adelaide Showgrounds. They play 22 away games. Oh, do they really? Yep. Fucking hell. That, that's part of the deal. So <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> it's got to get in your head. It's, it's, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. So you never get to so wear the watch. So you every week. <laughs> You're always in the watch. Sure, that's part of the deal. How yeah. good is that? Oh. 22 away games. Oh, and by the way, they had that thing with the 23-year-old kids, 23 and under, that the Crows and Port could list certain guys, right, off other clubs. Uh-huh. And then call them in. So Michael Chamberlain, obviously you're 23, playing for uh, for Norwood yeah. <laughs> against the Crow against Port. The following week, the Crows call you into their list, and you're playing against Norwood. So you can be playing against your mates. Oh, really? Just get thrown what around. A stupid thing. That's ridiculous. That's what they've done the year before. So they stopped that, yep. and then they went right. How are we going to make it a bit fairer? All right, you can play 22 away games. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just it's screaming out, "Welcome to the VFL, Port Adelaide and the Crows." Yeah, Isn't that fascinating. A couple of years, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you really think they'll shift over? Oh, they so, have to. Well, they've got rid of the development league here. Yeah. Well, I guess they just need reserves teams, don't they? So why the are they doing club? that? Yeah. Because the structure is going to be AFL, yep. AFLD, which will be the VFL yep. development, and AFLW for women of a three-tier competition. Uh, I think you're forgetting AFLX, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> no. I was just driving up here and I stopped at the corner and I was waiting at the lights and I looked and I saw a juggler and I thought, that is the most stupid thing I've seen and heard of out in the traffic juggling in his flipping heat. People juggling and then trying to collect coins? Yeah. Is that thing? It's yeah. the most stupid thing I've heard of since AFLX. Yeah. That was my thought. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, not a fan. You, can, you can't run over people in <laughs> AFLX, but fuck, you can take out a juggler. Jeez. Why are you thinking it's stupid what's going on? Do you reckon it's just a waste of time? People don't, don't want to do it? With... The AFLX. Oh, oh. Femin juggling. Fair dingham. <laughs> Why don't they just get that Gaelic game and make a competition out of that, the hybrid sort of thing maybe? Yep. Do, do that instead. I mean, fair dinkum. The AFL just trying to grab some screen time somewhere, I reckon, and make a, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, so it's like a 12-month round sort of oh, game. Oh, it's just crazy. Now, can Stupid. we go back to your uh, differential with the young players? Yep. I am going to tip that Carlton is very high up on your... They've done well. Your list, yes. Yes, they have, because well. they have 17 guys on that list. In the first of four years. Just we've cleaned out a lot. We've cleaned mm. out like 45, 46 players. That's enormous. Three yeah, but years. they've stuck to the process, uh, the Bolton process. They've got nine guys that have played over 15 games. That's not bad. Yep. And out of those nine, I had six in the best 15. Uh, six best in the best 22. That's great. That, yeah. Well, that's really good, because it's, you know, it's guys like Marchbank, Weedering, Kerno, yep. um, those other do- And I've still got a couple more coming in. I think I had Mackay coming in. I reckon he'll be all right. Yeah. And I had someone else I can't remember. So therefore, with the Blues, they hit it in yeah, nine out of ten with me because the list profile, young age, which is what you need coming through together. So they play together. Hawthorne done it three or four years ago with this group with, with Ruffy and all those guys. Yeah. Gone three flags. Don't get the place three flags. <laughs> no one will meet the horse. So, so who is who is high up on your list? Just for other teams to hear, is, is, is Essendon sitting up there? Or are they kind of mid-range? Oh, Rosie, well played, sir. Right in the middle, Essendon. Yeah, <laughs> and su- it's not surprising that there's probably five teams all sitting in the middle. Yeah, okay. They're just about. Oh, we're not sure where we are. Yeah, and no, they're not. It's Collingwood, Essendon, Gold Coasts. Now, yep. which <laughs> they should be further up than that. Yeah, St Kilda and the Swans. All teams where you're sitting going right in the middle. Swans always stay in the middle. They never bottom out. Yeah. They never go right through. They've got, you know, um, Alia Alia. I was going to call him Stutter then. but Yeah. <laughs> Alia Alia, Melican, you know, Haywood guys they keep finding that are like, who are you? What? Yeah. Uh, well, so they're really always in the middle. Didn't play this year. No. He's in the resis. But no. then also would you be staying when you say like uh, Crows and Giants down the bottom with these uh, yes. four-year players? That's right. Uh, by that logic, though, would it be more likely that really good teams – don't have so many of those one-four Yeah, because they're not playing because they've got that experience group they've, they've brought through the on the previous list, yeah. which then means now they have to look at their list profile and go, where do we go, what do we do? Yep. That's why Port has gone, we have to top up now. We can't bottom out in Adelaide. You just can't do it with mm-hmm. the competitiveness where the Crows were. Um, so, yep, makes sense. GWS, well, <laughs> all, their, all their concessions are finished now yeah. and everyone's been picking off their good guys. So they, uh, will they add any... They'll probably go back to youth. 
Were they a disappointment Probably. this year? I know they made oh, a prelim, but crazy. do you think they're the kind of people who they, yeah. they should have swept it all? Team of stars, not a star team, mate. They yeah. play for themselves. It's so obvious. The list guys are thinking, you're not playing for this footy team, you're just playing for yourself. So they now, I bet they'll go back to the draft. Port Adelaide is so on the other way. here in a team that's five years old, they've got to go back to the draft. They have to. And, yeah. and Gold Coast is sitting in the middle. They've got a little bit better because they've done it last year through the draft. Yep. So they picked up that Ainsworth and Brody and those. So they'll bring them through. Uh, Melbourne are clearly in front of anyone. I mean, they had 20 guys in that one to four year bracket, and eight of them, 10 of them, 10 of them have played 15 plus games already. That's amazing. Eight of them were in the best 22. When you're looking at guys, um, uh, Ginger Phillips, Clayton Oliver. Him. Yeah. Then you've got the Petrarca, the, uh, Petrarca, uh, Brayshaw. All of those kids, and now you add Lever to the mix. Yeah, fitting them. So I've got them sitting ten to ten because that group's now going to come through together. Might they could be the team outside that that does the Bulldogs Richmond? They're the most likely according to the the age profile. Um, and now I've got Carlton and Western Bulldogs. I mean, because they the weird thing with them though, he just just chucked that many blokes in this year, playing them to get them games. Beverage. Yeah, I reckon because they looked at and went, you know what, we're not going to get there. Yep. Let's get a lot of games into these other guys real quick, like Lewis Young, yep. um, which you heard of him? No. Nah. And now all of a sudden it's like he could be a twenty-two. And they lost Adams, which sort of hurt them, and they lost this black and that black. They kept things kept going wrong for them. So they obviously looked and thought, you know, we've still got a heap of young guys, which they have. Yeah. So let's play them. And Richmond, amazingly, was fourth because they played all those young guys, Castagna, um, oh, like Chad Bolton. Mate, well, I've got him coming. You know, he's not. The, he will be a walk up into the twenty two next year. Yeah, walk up start. So Richmond's VFL team. They've got five sitting there that I reckon are AFL players. Cody Ellis, uh, manager is, and I really rate this Garthwaite kid. I reckon at 19, he'll probably take broad spot, but he will for the first three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and the broad might not get back in. Um, and then I've got Brisbane, which is fairly obvious that they're going to be where they are. They're starting to get it right. Yep. But again, they endured a couple of years of pain. The team that's worst off, which is, you, you could pick this in an absolute blink, I reckon, if I said to you, who is worst? Fuck, I, I mean, I would almost say, I'm saying West Coast or Geelong. Jeez, mate, I got West Coast with a two, so almost, and they've they've gone and looked at their list and went, uh oh, and now how many blokes have they turfed this year? Yeah, all the old blokes. Yep. But they haven't brought those other guys in because they never played them. Well, that's that's the thing. They're it's in like, all sorts of trouble. And they didn't bring in any youngsters during the trade period. They were no. really quiet, which I found no. very surprising. So do I, because they obviously look and think, we don't know what to do here at the moment. Yeah, okay. We're at a loss. Where are North placed? <laughs> Dead last. Yeah, gotcha. They had 17 guys in that age bracket. Are you a bit worried about them for the, next year? Yeah. They've dead set made a, a pact to finish last, haven't they? Who knows? I oh, know. Oh, I know. Really? <laughs> well, what did they do? Go back over their last uh, year and a half. Yeah. How many games they won? Well, they won out of that. They won that first. Was it ten out of eleven? The f- it was last year. Yeah. It was a year. Was that was that sick? Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, it was. Was it? Was it last year? Holy cow! I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Jesus. And then they only won like, falling off the cliff. Two in the back end. Something like that. And then what they do this year? Four maybe. Yeah, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the next year it's going to be the same. Will that qualify them for a priority pick, winning ten games in three seasons, almost? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. How's this uh, 2018 draft looking? That's uh, a super draft. Super draft. Super draft. It's so surprising. Seventeen guys in that age bracket. One of them over 15 games. That is incredible. Where and does that work then for Brad Scott? Then 
Does he kind of? He's gone and sold them the, the vision, hasn't he? Okay, gotcha. he, he must so he's have like, gone. We may finish last next year, but but two thousand Can I please have another contract? <laughs> yeah, and I, I reckon he's. I, I reckon they've dead set done that as well to say, look, okay, we need to clear out. Uh, I think it was Adelaide done it, didn't they? Remember when he, what's his name got in and just went yeah, old bloke, old bloke, old bloke, out, out, out. Oh, you yeah. mean bloody on back, uh, back bloody, Correct, yeah. that's right. And then I think North have done that with with Harvey and all the other old fellas. Santo and Petrie. and really just, I mean, if you watched some of their footy last year, I mean. I was just a bit surprised. But Are you stunned that Todd Goldstein managed to stay at that team when he had a little bit of currency at the end of last year? He had none this year. That, that's why. None. No club. They, they shopped him. <laughs> yeah, right. Every club is like, no, nah, you'll be right. Because they, <laughs> they want to play that Bruce kid. And but we wouldn't. <laughs> that's the thing, though. The year, the year before, yeah. everyone was in love with him. Yeah. It, it drops off pretty quick in this competition, mate. You fall out of love real easy, the, uh, the clubs do. And they, they, blew, they blew it, not trading. It was their fault. Yeah. yeah, I always hark back to the Byron Pickett thing when, when Chris Pelkin pulled the Byron Pickett p- trade. You know, the, went to, to North and said, well, you know, he's got one more year to go, but he'll walk next year if you'd at least let him go now and um, we'll give you something for him. Get yeah. something for him, And yeah. North were like, he's not going to leave. And then Pelk goes, take the risk, see what happens. That was a lovely little bluff. And um, I remember Pelk's telling Choco, would you be interested if we get Byron Pickett? And he went, yeah, good on you. He goes, no, we can get him. He goes, if you get him. <laughs> did, 26 to 1 to win the uh, North. Smith, I yeah. do believe, that year, 2004, Premiership player, and North at least got something. Yeah. Um, while they held firm, I think they may have thought we might recover a bit, maybe, and still have currency. Maybe they didn't ex- expect Bruce to come on. It's hard to know, but um, no. i got two questions, one slightly up topic. Yep. Back in like 2004, when you're at Port, are you allowed to bet on the games then? Or had rules been brought in yet? Um <laughs> and please incriminate yourself. <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't have a bet. I don't. I don't yeah. I never do it. And my dad did. <laughs> even today. Even t- even today. Uh, you can't get him. He's dead. He, can't, he passed away recently. In his gold so he's, he's, he better not have taken it with him. Even, I, I should have checked his pockets. Even yeah. today, could a could could recruiters bet on a game? Is it oh, no, that far? No, it's no anyone part of the club. So isn't anyone it? Can oh, yeah, no it? way. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't know. I mean, there was no. Oh, Byron Pickett's going to start forward. Oh yeah, sure, sure. We, he was just playing really well, and Dad thought, I reckon he's going to go all right. And I said, oh, he'll smash these guys, Dad. Yeah. So but said, also, fair enough. As long as you didn't do it, Dean Wallace, and wear a <laughs> tracksuit into the TAB and then to go. No, Dad went up to the table. I took, I took him up there. I, I, I took him, yep, and he went and put the money on him. Yeah. Um, I was very happy when he won. Isn't that what happened with Tyson Goldsack's family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, have you had much to do with Chris Fagan in the past? No. No, gotcha, gotcha. I was just saying, there was any... any uh, uh, inside knowledge on him. Yeah. Nope. Not addition for dirt, just curious what, what, <laughs> no, no. He, what he's like. No, he's doing really well. I, yeah. uh, can I, just, Hawthorne, mate. Can I just go back to North? Now, um, obviously, yep. you keep reading that they've got this, this war chest that's, that's coming. They, they have to. They can, they they can go to. after two big-name players, you know, worth over a million dollars each and throw cash at them. What if they don't get them, though? What, what happens there? Because like, you have to pay 95% of a salary cap. They can, you can go to, balloon it out to 105% for a couple of years if you've underpaid for a few. Yep. But soon enough, like, if no one goes there, they yeah. can't, they're kind of fucked. Like, and, and will they be in trouble in a couple of years if they can't lure a big fish? And why would anyone want to go there when you look at their profile? There are all the arguments, so I reckon you've hit right in the head. And I think they'll, again, next year will be an issue. Yep. The year after, they'll go back to Josh Kelly, and he will come then. You reckon he'll go to North? I'm certain he just wanted to win the flag there, and yep. no, he'll go. Two more years, Yeah. and they'll, they'll, they'll get someone because he won't be able to refuse the money they'll give him. Yeah, right. So it'll be like an unbelievable... If they've got enough money for two players, they'll give it to one and just go, fuck, just come. And then, hopefully, that will make 
other someone else come. come the year after yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they, they'd have to have a war chest with what they got rid of. Yeah, they have absolutely. to be telling the truth. So is the next person Sloan? Is that going to be the story for oh, next year about uh, Lynch and Sloan? And, and, and that's what I'm thinking as, Colling, as Buckley sold you know, to the board, Sloan or Lynch coming. You must have, because... They, they don't need Sloan, do they? They need Lynch. <laughs> they need Lynch, yeah, like nothing else. I imagine yeah. they'll... And he's a restricted free agent, so that gives yeah. the Gold Coast a chance to match yeah. what Collingwood, but not that they'll they be able to. Well, that'll disappear sooner or later. They'll change that rule. Probably not this year, probably next year. Yep. The drafting will change. So um, what, what do you mean, what are they going to change in the free agency? Yeah, year numbers, I reckon. It'll go down from restricted might be... Or unrestricted... Instead, was it six years? I think unrestricted. Yeah, I think so. They'll probably drop a year and and restricted. That they'll just make some little tweaks to it because it hasn't really worked. I was right. going to say what's what what's not working about it that they might want to tweak it. Our players have just got them over a barrel, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah, right. know it and they just go. So I think that it's got to drop a year, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, and facilitate that. But I think you're right. They probably don't need Sloan. Yeah. But where's he going to go? He'll be interesting. Interesting mm. to watch. I'm not sure what he'll do. Yeah. Not sure. I think, is he St Kilda bound? Is he... Yeah. I mean, an interesting thing about Dusty was the fact that, you know, there was no other player that we talked about as much. And mm. what did he sign back in like, round 18 or so, maybe, around about then? when He, no, he signed in the bye, didn't he? Yeah, oh, maybe. Okay, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so back end of the year. I can't remember a player who there's been that much talk about a contract. Yeah. And they've actually pulled that, that kind of season. Yep. Yes, and out. stayed. Yeah, yep. and stayed. And yeah, stayed. of course. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. usually the thing is once they start saying, I haven't worked it out, you yeah. know, and Matt Pickers gets later. involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they're out of there. And it's done. Uh, I'd, 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 Lynch, yeah, hard one. If, if they start winning, can they sell that to him? And can they afford to lose him too? Oh, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> they get yeah. in all sorts. I think, yeah. I think they are anyway. I'm not sure how long they'll last, if they'll last. Well, so Campbell Brown was making a bit of noise about that. They need to he? kind of start, start going or... Do they pull the pin? Just a money pit, yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's talk about trade. The trade period. Um, so Stewie Jew has obviously taken over at Gold Coast. They gave up pick two for uh, Lockie Weller. Yeah. Is that something that you would have done? Like pick two, they need good kids up there, but Lockie Weller is obviously going to be a very good player. Is he worth the pick that they gave up for him to he, Freo? He wanted to go there, so that's probably a bonus, isn't it? That is. I mean, that and I think that's why they everyone. did it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. They were like. Uh, sorry? Someone wants to come it's here. What was your name? Yeah, what? what was your name? Well, fine. No problem. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, dude, uh, uh, we don't care. He, he's in. <laughs> and I think when Freo looked and thought, if, if we can you know, get an early pick or secure an early pick somewhere, yep. um, we can manage to get rid of him. We'll pick up two pretty good players. One uh-huh. will probably lose. One will probably keep. And I think they've gone into it pretty smart. I hate Fremantle, but I, I mean, yeah. I think this time they've done it the right way. So they've got picks two and five? Two and five. Like yeah. So with two, pick one of the midfielders with five, probably pick a Western Australian as a safety net. Yeah. Oh, so you don't reckon they'll go for a West, two West Australians? No. Or are for, none first pick, they'll just go best mid. Okay. At this, and then the next one at five... Probably should go another real gun that's going to be there, yeah. but probably will be, maybe will be spooked into going for a, a key local. defender, Western Australian, oh, okay. that, that Norton kid or whatever. Yep. As a, we better play it safe. But as you said, Gold Coast, that was that was smart. Well, they're all going straight in the team. Yeah. And the fact is, he wanted to go there, so you're not going to lose him. If you hold on to pick two, it, it could have been the same scenario. In two or three years, they'll say, no, we'll get the kid and assimilate him in with Ainsworth yeah. and all those. Maybe not. Like, yeah. like Ace did from Brisbane. You stay for two and leave. And see you later. So it's, yeah. it's the only competition in the world, does it? NBA don't do it. NFL don't. No go-home factor in rugby league. It's just yeah. something here that happens. Yeah, you're right, actually. Never happens in, anywhere else. But well, I suppose go-home factor, Gary Ablett. 
Are they going to get anything out of him? No, I, I'm... I have no idea. I reckon if he's fit and healthy and happy, it could be dangerous. He's not playing in Perth or Brisbane or the Gold Coast, is he? He's staying pretty That's much right. in Adelaide. In he's Geelong. playing in Melbourne. <laughs> oh, sorry, in Geelong. He's playing in Melbourne. He may he's go to Adelaide. No, he's not travelling. No, he's not travelling. <laughs> so he's staying. It could work. It probably will work. But their list is thin, sort of below that, the top echelon. Jeez. Where did you have them in there, one to four? Oh, I got them right in the middle somewhere, I think. Yeah, I had them, yeah, five. Because, yeah. again, the bottom half, they just didn't play a lot of kids... They had 16 on the list. They only ended up playing uh, five. It only played over 15. Another one of those teams have been up for seemingly so ever. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. that's right. And they sit in that. And know, like other teams, oh. pick off their younger players because they're not getting games. Like Carlton got Darcy Lang. Um, there's probably a few others that have you know drifted out just yeah. because. I mean, we, got like Billy, we got Billy Smith for a year. I mean, that was fucking <laughs> yeah. great. Off he went, Reese Palmer. See yeah. that? I think yeah, Lang probably looked and went. Oh, great, they bring in Ablett. Yeah, <laughs> it's all over for me. So I've got to wait another three years probably. Um, I might as well go to Carlton, get a game every week, get a bit of money, hopefully play better. Yep. Carlton are going to improve. Yeah, it could be right. Geelong will fall off sooner or later. So now who, who won the trade period for you? For me, it was either out of Port Adelaide and Essendon. And I say Essendon did the, the better deal. Yeah, I, Getting in stringer Devin Smith and Adam Saad. Fits the bill beautifully what they need. Yeah. Um, so can you see them being top four next year with those three moving in there? Yeah, same with Port. I reckon they're both probably going to push for that. I think Port Port looked at it and went, what do we need? We need someone who can kick the ball to Dixon. Yep. Watts can do that. And Tom Rockliffe. And Rockliffe is, it will just take the pressure off heaps. Motlop, 50-50. If he's on, he's on and that'll help him. Yep. Trent uh, McKenzie? Again, he, he, he's a, yeah, he's a, when we're playing someone down the bottom that we think we can beat, let's rest Hartlett and play McKenzie. Okay. Trengrove will be the same. Yeah. Give a chop out to Boke or those guys. Um, and Lindsay Thomas just... No, 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 jeez. Are they picking him up? I, yeah, Please no, Craig's put his head in his hands. <laughs> this has this is really got my goat up, this one. On a rookie list. What a disgrace. It's not a rookie. The rookie list was brought in originally for kids who just missed out on being drafting for one reason or the other. Yeah. Injury, whatever. And then the club started using it to just pay guys less money. It'll go. I reckon this will be the last year. I reckon they'll ditch it and go to the 43 on the list, and that's well, it. Also because now uh, rookies, you don't need an injury to put them onto the no. main list. Rookies yeah. can play from round one. Hold spots so up like- for... So many reasons and category Bs and category. Yeah. Just give him a 43. And Lindsay Thomas. Seriously, Lindsay Thomas. Oh, he's okay. lovable. Lovable rogue. Okay, I'll tell you what's going to happen to Lindsay Thomas. <laughs> he'll, he'll retire really quickly because if he's picked round one for Port Magpies in the Sandville yep. and they play Norwood at Norwood, I've got a mate of mine, Fester. He has a history of destroying opposition with his gob. <laughs> He, and he's well known. He, he gave Kane Corns one of the best sprays, and he's a non going battle with Kane Corns that's really escalated. He's just but, a supporter. See, I can say supporter, not supporter. Player. No, but no, Fester. Yeah. No, no. Just a supporter. Loves Norwood. Where's his aunt and his slave? Yeah. Does everything for the club. Just helps out everywhere. He really loves Sandful and he loves his club. He will give Lindsay Thomas, if Lindsay Thomas reckons he's been <laughs> racially vilified, every other vilification, he has not heard vilification Fester. until Fester gets him. And I'm. Festival will go that Festival had players coming up the race spit at him. <laughs> and, and he proudly wears his moniker of, you know, destroying players' careers. And no, 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 no
Excuse me. Yeah. So you can be heard. <laughs> you can go oh, yeah. out on the gr- traditional oh. suburban ground. Yeah. He yeah. can be heard in a. Well, he stands in a pocket. He can be heard the other in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> when the he people, swears the at people him. People at chicken shop on the corner tell yeah. him to keep it down. Yeah. Lindsay Thomas will retire after the first game because of fest being festerized. I call okay. it. Um, so he, he seriously, if they pick him, if you're listening, Lindsay, which I know he probably does, because absolutely <laughs> big fan. Um, Gilly, go, We're Gilly. very positive about North Melbourne. Everyone listens down here. <laughs> I, I think he'll retire. So what's Fester going to have in store for a Jack Watts then? <laughs> what do you think of Watts going to Port? I actually, I, I don't mind it because he's kicking. But he'll play. He won't play Sandful. <laughs> he'll play straight up every week, and he'll just play in a wing and kick it down Charlie Dixon's throat or down um, Paddy Ryder who's having a rest. Yep. He'll, he'll, he's what they needed. He's what they needed. Um, if he has an ordinary game, he's not going to struggle because that poor crowd will let him know real quick. Yep. But I just think he's going to be in the right environment for how he plays, what the role they'll give him. I reckon it'll be perfect. Um, Motlop, um, he'll probably play 22 games as well, you'd think. He'd be in the best 22. Uh, first well, definitely, I mean, Geelong's best 22 is just whether or not he was switched on. And that was purely up to him. you think he probably will be now. The move will make him think, uh-oh. I was kick up the bum. Yeah, you kind of you get near the end and you're like a better. Yeah, crack. and he's. I think. Oh, um, what is he? Twenty four. No, no, I mean like no, not at the end. Like uh, you know, oh, you second chance. I think yeah. Marlon. I think Marlon works there. Marlon Motlop. Remember oh, him? okay, yeah. He played a couple of games at Port a few years ago when he was drafted. Yeah, so he's a cousin. He's soft as. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what about uh, Hodgie? Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yep. Did you? No, no, not quite. Actually, no. No, I, think, sad, I, I, think, I think a lot of people have pre-ordered the book. Uh, didn't see it coming either. <laughs> I shed a tear almost. I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> he was one of those people. I suppose Mitchell and Lewis, like Hawthorne, understood that. Yep. But Hodgie is that Hawthorne guy, isn't he? He was the one guy who kind of, I think, bit like a roughie now. If roughie headed off, you know, for a year oh. somewhere else, he'd be like, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, that shouldn't no. happen. Yeah. No, it won't happen with roughie. But it'll be a good game to watch Hawthorne and Brisbane. It'll be interesting. Holy cow. So... It's two years, I think. Is the challenge it's two years? It's a two-year deal. I, I, again, I can't imagine, I can't imagine nah. him playing in Perth. He'll, he'll play one year and then I reckon he'll... He'll coach. Moving to yeah. coaching, yeah. yeah. How, how much of an advantage is it to have him in that back oh. line surrounded by... He's a coach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we heard that in that game when he was playing against Adelaide. Yeah, don't send the runner out. Up. You don't need to send the runner out. Hmm. So the runners will be happy. They'll do half a ground. Yeah, so they'll just do forward <laughs> half. Just do forward <laughs> half and I'll do the rest. Jeez, it's a good move by them. I, and they've got that other big kid, Harris Andrews. I reckon he's actually going to be a player. Yep. And they've got a bit of grunt in the midfield. Um, so what are they, like two years away? Yeah, 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 definitely. They're starting to push for the eight. Yeah, when Hodge sort of leaves, that's when they'll be ready to go. I reckon yep. he expressly get them ready. Yeah, because they've got a couple of hipwood. Oh, Rafa. He, yeah. Uh, He's, he's a superstar. He's ready to go. Yeah. I didn't need Shaki. I didn't need him, I reckon. What, what, what are your thoughts on Josh Shaki? I mean, he, he's a number two pick. He went behind Jacob Wiedering. So he's, after two years, he's gone. And he gets picked up for, what was it, pick 28 that the doggies gave up? Something like that? Like a second-round yeah. pick? I what, think hurt, what have you heard about him? Hurt by the TAC system, I reckon, because, you know, those stupid rules that they have with three players have got to stay inside 50 and as forwards. I didn't know that. Yeah, tack. did you know that, Michael? I didn't know that, but I do know they don't have the bounce anymore. I found that out today. Yeah. yeah. No, three <laughs> three players got to remain inside 50. Right. So the problem is, you run out, you go, oh, I've got to stop. Yeah. So they play in zones. It's just, just so wrong because then they come to the AFL system and run up the ground. Yeah. So then you've got to learn to run up the ground and work, and I think that hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Really hurt him. So it'd be interesting to see... If he can adapt, he might have just needed another year or two to get used to playing. And it doesn't hurt midfielders. Yeah. Because they can do what they want. It's like a netball thing by the look of it. Yeah. But it's worse on forwards. So uh, they've come out of attack. I think Hipwood didn't come out of attack. 
If, if you were a, uh, a recruiter and you pick someone at number two who two years later went, went for pick 28, are you shattered by that? Do you just go, fuck, that's a huge miss? What do we do here? Yeah. <laughs> How did we not get this right? Because they get it right all the time now with the psychological testing. The interview process is so thorough. Yeah. Um, but again, you just you can't tell with some people. Things change over a year. The homesick thing, it, it's a real thing. I, you know, I... My son went and played at Nord a few years ago, and at one stage he was feeling a bit homesick. And yeah. I said to him, "No, no, no, <laughs> stay, stick it out, S- yep, stick it." You know, yeah. they. Is it Fester keeps on yelling at me. <laughs> uh, Fester, Fester loved him. I, That's I, good. I'd never met Fester until um, Joel played at Norwood, and he Joel played in the first game was hard as nails. And they, Fester said, "I don't know who this kid is, but I love him." He, yeah. They gave him Gary McIntosh's number, so it was a fair honour. And um, he said, he's just built it up three West players in his first game. That's my boy. <laughs> and he literally calls Joel that now. And, and Fester, to his credit, uh, Norwood had a, like a, uh, an honour thing, the picket fences we could buy. He bought one and put Joel's name and our family name on it with his family. And then Joel gave all his Norwood jumpers to Fester as a, as a thank you. So he sort of taken him as a, as a son, and he sort of, which, which was you know, really nice. He looked after him for me when he was over there. But yep. <laughs> no, you'd want Fester on your side rather than against you. He's <laughs> daughter's a wrestler too. I'll so. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so shall we have a bit of a preview of the upcoming draft? Or who do you reckon? Your form guide? Uh, oh, we're back. We've done a ride the last three, two years. You know? We've nailed, I think, eight out of ten the last two years. The top ten. So the top ten picks would be... Let me say, uh, I'm loving you saying we. Because I uh, I really appreciate being thrown into that mix. The top ten autos, Brisbane, Frio, Carlton North, Frio again, Collingwood, St Kilda, two in a row, seven and eight. They got Hawthorne's first round from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Doggies, nine, and then Carlton, ten. So Carlton, two on the top ten. It's not bad, Adam. Yes. Yes. One of those was for uh, Barai Skips. And so who do you reckon might be shifting around? Who do you reckon's angling for number one Oh, personally, I like um, Davies Juniaki. I think so. This is for Brisbane. This is Brisbane number one, Davies Juniaki. I reckon they'll go. The, the struck match between the, the top five. Like everyone's saying, it could could be any of them. It could be. Could even be Brayshaw, who's sitting down seven or eight. Could be. <clears throat> but I reckon they'll go him because Mum lives there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's the safety. Yeah. <laughs> there's the safety net you want. Bit of a surfy. So there's a bit of waves up there in there, yep. Queensland somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So I reckon it's the safer bet. Um, but he can play. He's a yeah. struck match this year. Really difficult. Top any of the top six literally could go one. Is he a, a tall, a forward, a back? One eighty seven, eighty five, midfielder, athletic midfielder. Yep. Classy. Just one of those. Um think Trent Cotchen. There you go. Okay. Yep, I can picture that. You can do that. How, how much, uh, you know, you, you read that players have a have a great combine and they go, they've really moved up. Like Angus Brasher is one of those ones who, is it Angus? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's Andrew. Andrew, sorry. He's moved up uh, a lot in talk in the last couple of weeks post-combine. How much does that change what you see? They go, oh, he's really good at the yo-yo test. A flipping, this is where we're... <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is telling us we're doing everything. It's called the combine now. I mean, yeah. I find that funny because it was draft camp yep. and draft testing with my son done when I was involved. So and draft camp sounds more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the not when you're being interviewed by Choco, yeah, well, Jude that. Bolton, Dominic Assisi. <laughs> um, yeah, combine. So we're, we're heading everything. So we'll, we'll go to live draft trading next year. You, you think that will happen? Yes, of course it will. Whether they have to nominate on the day earlier to say, all right, we're at pick six, we want to swap with three or pick two, we've done the deal, I think that'll probably happen rather on the night 
I don't think we're quite ready to go. You know, if, if Collingwood's sitting there thinking, oh, geez, we really want this guy, but we think they're going to pinch him, yep. do a deal with a club two in to go now, because I don't know how we'd work it here, whether we'd, like, pick five, it's free metal, one minute for clubs to uh-huh. lodge a request, no request, free metal, and then pick, because yep. I, I just don't know. You know, And I reckon that eventually when we get used to this trading out, we'll do what they do in the NFL, where you'll be able to trade a player at the last minute coming out, oh, pick six, we'll give you... Um, yeah. So-and-so for that pick. For that yeah. pick on the night. It's kind of... Geez, you'd have to be really smart yep. and clever to do it. But yeah. I think the live trading maybe on the day will come in. So then whoever's reading them out go, pick four, was North Melbourne, is now St Kilda, who's picked up whatever. So I think that'll happen. Yeah, right. Also, uh, the Saners gave up uh, seven and eight for pick four. Yeah, correct. North, yeah, they might move up because it, it picked... At pick seven, they might be thinking we want this brace short. Geez, we've got a gut feeling that we've not get north. In. North are going to go somewhere else. But at five, yeah, yeah. We're, we're really hearing because clubs hear everything. You hear who they're going to take, and you're like, oh, geez, no, we want to get in there, get him. Have you heard who's going to go number one? No, seriously, I've right, seen okay. a few messages to people. And I've had like three different responses. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it's like, that's interesting. Nah, and then if last clubs year are, I got all the good ones. If clubs are hearing stuff, then yeah. are they putting out false information? Um, which Commonly happens. I have been asked to do that back in the day, and yep. yeah, and tell different blacks different things just to try to bluff them. But they're too smart for that now, I reckon. Yeah, that's like Carlton said. Oh, we'll take blame Bokehurst, and everyone went, <laughs> "Good one, no, that's great, that's great." <laughs> yeah, no, and they talking about this shit. It's, it's a bluff, and it was like, <laughs> "Oh, well done." Yeah. So you get three different number one picks. Or so, okay, so yep. who, who are these top three that uh, all these three people even talked about? Davies Uniac at one. Freo got them going. Paddy Dow, again, another athletic midfielder. He's a halfback, sort of good user of the ball, highly rated fella too. Think Zach Merritt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I reckon he'll go two. Three, if Carlton do not take Cam Rayner, they need their head red. So Cam Rayner is the one that uh, everyone's saying is uh, similar to Dusty. Is that right? Even his haircut. But he was the one who uh, on the week didn't have a great... Um, yo-yo beep or whatever you want to call it nowadays. Yeah, there's, there's, there's questions on his tank. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, look, some of them have different reasons. These kids are smart and their managers are smart going, don't run too hard because... Is maybe, that right? Well, if you're given the option, mate, if you have a blonder here, you know where you could be going? <laughs> yeah. Brisbane yeah. or Freo? Freo, yeah. Now, Rosie, what would you do if your manager said to you, if you break the three or whatever it is oh, for mate. whatever... I'd be getting that combine and cracking a couple of fluffies <laughs> <laughs> and going in the yo-yo. Oh, yeah, just like, oh, I'll just struggle a bit. Now the club's going, oh, and I saw the newspaper report. They're telling us everything we know that his endurance isn't great. His endurance might not be great for a reason. <laughs> he just want to go Brisbane or Freo. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but I, I just reckon he's a perfect fit for them. But if, you, if you've watched him play all year yes. and you say he's a jet, he's clearly yep. can run all day because he's, you know, he's accumulated enough ball. It's like he's got 25, 26 posies. Clearly, yep. he's got some sort of endurance just because he doesn't have elite combine endurance. Yeah. endurance. Does, that, does that play into people's heads or do you just go, no, nah, it's bullshit? It wouldn't worry me, but it does with some others. Okay. wouldn't worry me at all because I think, well, you, isn't your job to then train him to be an AFL player? Well, yeah, that's right. So use your people to do it. I mean, Dane Swan was 
fat, you know? Well, yeah, you kind of, you build up that tank. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's their job as, yeah. as coaches. Why well, you got four billion development coaches yeah. and uh, not a nutritionist. I reckon Carlton will get a hold of it if they do and just go, to, where are we going to play him? Okay, yeah. let's just play him as that half-forward burst player, maybe. He's not going to play midfield yet for Carlton, surely, yeah. when you've got Cripps and Kennedy now. and Man, I reckon he's a perfect fit for them. Okay. Think... He's my thinker player. Who are we thinking he's like? Come on, you know, Rick. Gets ball, no tank. Well, yeah. half Shortish, bum, a little bit close to the ground. Robbie Gray. <laughs> oh, that, uh, yeah, got yeah. your favourite. Who was a basketballer, you know. I've heard rumours about that, yep, yep, basketball. <laughs> Background. Yeah, yeah. Robbie's been a bit sick. He's uh, going on right now. He had a little bit of a fright with the. Uh, testicular cancer. Oh, that's right, of course. Yeah, how is that? No, he's fine. Yeah. I got it. So, isn't, uh, isn't, aren't all the best, Robbie. He'll be missing. Pick three? No, Carlton three, no, Carlton North three. three. Pick four. North Melbourne will just go with the next best mid, which, again, <laughs> it'll be a toss-up, but I reckon they'll go Adam Serra. Um, uh, yeah, so, see, I'd heard Carlton were into Sarah. Yeah, I'd, well, if Sarah and Rayner are both there, yeah. Rayner and a blink fits you better. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But Sarah's hard, pretty strong, dominant stoppage player. But see, Carlton already got that with Cripps and with Kennedy. Kennedy now, yeah. Um, the, Murphy's going to be very happy if they, with Kennedy coming in. He'll just go... Thank you. I'll be over here. You get it to me now. Is that yeah. right? So you can be a bit of, a, oh, bit of an outside. I would, run. wouldn't you? Yeah, the, absolutely, like, oh, mate. He'll be really outside. happy. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be really happy. A bit Chamberlain-esque, be outside <laughs> and, and deliver. But he'll be dangerous. Okay, Murph. So, um, yeah, Sarah, I reckon will will pop. He's one eighty six and eighty. So again, interesting. David Juniak is one eighty seven. Paddy Dow one eighty five. Rayner one eighty six. Sarah one eighty six. So they're all the six one midfielders. Yep. How, how long ago was a six foot one centre forward? Are there any any giants playing around? Yeah, we've got one way down um, at five. Um, this is the one that we're, that I'm not sure about. Okay, so this is the Fremantle pick. Yeah, should be Jaden Stevenson. Who was a 189 midfielder, quick, and he's tall and real quick. But will Freo get a little bit, uh, and because he's a Victorian boy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he is an Eastern Rangers kid, so yeah. think Isaac Smith. That's mm-hmm. why Isaac Smith is kid. Okay. Will they jump at someone like Aaron Norton, who's a key position defender? Who I've got going 15. That's probably where he should go. Yeah. But. What do they do? Hmm. I reckon it's going to be a really interesting call on Freya. Okay. That's going will to be they back this? It will be. It's like the one I'm wanting to see the most, though, apart from the Rainer at pick three. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't think he'll go before that, but I don't know what they'll do. The six, I've got Darcy Fogarty, uh, Glenelg kid, contested ball winner, clearance winner, and really good mark. He's off to Collingwood. Who's it? Oh, okay. So you think they'll go another mid? He's a, but he's he's a tall, tall mid. Yeah, and can play forward and back. Uh, a bit of he's one ninety three, so he's got just that. It's about Oscar Allen, a little bit more height, a little yeah. bit more height. Yeah, and I and I suppose he's still got. Uh, he'll probably keep growing, like uh, not unlike Patrick Cribbs did, who's like sitting about oh, yeah. ninety four, one ninety five. When he was now. drafted, at, I wouldn't have thought he would have got to that height. Cribs. Yeah, no way. It used to be a thing you, you'd be able to look at their shoulders was a good key that we were told mm-hmm. years ago to see if they had like coat hanger shoulders or squared. Yeah, and if they sort of got. Squared, squared shoulders, it meant they're broad and they can have the propensity to grow. As much as I, used to, I was told once, yeah, <laughs> they've got shoulders. Yeah. No, no, it's a, the old coat hanger, you know, the drooping sort of shoulder, yeah. doesn't give you much room to grow. Yeah. And it, you're looking everywhere. Like, you're looking at shoulders. Earlier, <laughs> you're looking at carbs. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, well, thank you for that. 
we were at a huddle once, me and another recruiter at Port, and we were looking at the guy's car. We're like, geez, they're quite good, aren't they? <laughs> like, he's got a lot of power. They're not chicken calves. So we think they're big calves. And there's a bloke next to us going, oh, no, no, we work for a club. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, yeah. um, you guys? We're going, no, no, we do. Here's our thing. I won't dob the other guy's name in, but he's a well-known um, recruiter and, and been in the AFL system for a long time, legend. <laughs> and yeah. going... He, you know, he's a he's an ex. Uh, he wouldn't be no, yeah, yeah, no. no. <laughs> so look, look at the guy's calves. Looking at asses in the shower was different. <laughs> bit different, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. a bit different. Um, so seven and eight, you got St Kilda. Boom, now yeah. here we go. Seven and eight's a pretty sweet deal, isn't it? Uh, how good is that? Because yeah. you're thinking, right? I mean, you guys got Omira, and that that was really good. For you. <laughs> he'll be right. Actually, what do you he'll reckon? Be right. What yeah, do you reckon? No, yeah. no, he'll be right. Look, right off this year at Hawthorne doesn't didn't exist. As most or some may know, there was a, a terrible tragedy off season, and it affected the club greatly yep. a massive effect on the club it's all it, it'll, it's cha- it changed everything at the preparation everything so they will bounce back very quickly mm-hmm. okay. and it'll work and they and the thing is the benefit they got some games into a handful of kids hardwick and yeah. burton who turned out all right and the cousins kids sort of come from nowhere mm. and glass people like that so the irish connection yeah, yeah. So who gets to blame for Vickery? So let's blame someone. Uh, is that is that Clarko? <laughs> and they can blame Tyrone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he well obviously he's lost a passion and he wants to follow his wife play tennis around the world. You've seen Roddy and Over? His no. wife? Oh yes, yes. Well, what would you do? No, absolutely. Would you like to play footing and get your head kicked in every week oh. and, and train him four degrees heat yeah. like now or whatever? Yeah. Or <laughs> you go to the circuit. I'm really surprised that Jeez. that does not get mentioned. Uh, more that he has a wife on the uh, international circuit, it, and, and that's that's a good reason to go. To be honest, I'd I'd, I'd in a blink be going, "See you, boys." I'll be texting the boys. I'm in in yep. Paris at the moment. How you going, boys? Yep. How hot is it? How Jake, hot you is can it? run the pizza shop. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and I presume I mean I suppose this money goes to him. But I was just reading today they still have to uh, pay the five hundred grand. That has to go into the pay. It's payments. in the salary cap. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, that, I suppose yeah. they, he gets a year of a year of half a million. For yeah. doing nothing. Oh, he'll pay him back. Just she like, wins, she wins, like she wins a major tournament. <laughs> Two years for doing nothing. That's not bad. It's, a million bucks. She wins a major tournament. Surely he'll give the club some back, won't he? Oh, well, he's going to put a put on that restaurant. No, has <laughs> <laughs> been trouble there. Well, St Kilda, I reckon if Brayshaw's sitting there, they'll go in for sure. Okay. Um, Talk is an outstanding uh, leader. Uh, my notes, I've got him wins the inside ball, uses it well, he's a competitive beast. I think it... It just goes with Brayshaw, doesn't it? Yeah. Because the other one is too. And, um, oh, and James was fucking frightening <laughs> on the footy show. <laughs> There's always a black sheep, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so I reckon they'll pounce. At eight becomes interesting because I did hear um, Finnis say whether we go at all or mm-hmm. if there's an outstanding, which is probably what they want to do. Yeah. But if there's another outstanding midfielder still left, they just take him, which, I mean... You, you can probably make a player a better midfielder than you can a key position. So it's going to be a tough call for them, I reckon. But if Cofield's there, I reckon they might go him. Cofield? Nick Cofield, yeah. Okay. Northern Knights, 190. So he's like a medium defender. Yep. Um, so like a third, sort of like a Dylan Robertson? It Very much so. So okay. I know they've got that, but they've lost Dempster, haven't they? So yep. um, they may be thinking, no, he's still going to fill that role. So... If he's there, Kofi, which he should be, I reckon they'll they'll do that. It, it, again, tough call. So that's that's a question mark one. Having two is really hard to know what clubs are going to do. To be honest, yeah. And how do they feel the whole of Nick Revolt? Yeah, well, that's well, aren't they pinning everything on McCartan at the moment? Yeah, like, yeah. He, the PR machine's rolling real well. It's in Kilda, but he won the oh, he's feeling he good. Won a time trial. Didn't he do this? Didn't that? You know. Yeah. 
Seriously, any time he does something well, you're going to read about it, I reckon. Yeah. They'll just get that positive out there. Moving back to Moorabbin soon, mm. and apparently they've told all the pigeons to move on. They won't be coming back, yep. which is good. And they've covered all the holes up, so you can't sneak in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can't roll, yeah you can't roll in. <laughs> can't lie on the grass across the road at the old Chivers house. disguise the voice. Ah. <laughs> what about Nathan Freeman? Do you think he'll ever get into the one? <laughs> Jeez. And again, they'll put out good stuff about him. Yeah, absolutely. He got 45 in the Sandringham Reserves. So yeah, and, and if, he, um, if he helps a lady across the road, you'll hear about it. And as long as he didn't do his hamstring doing it. Boom. Um, yep. if, if he uh, picks up a bit of paper that's rolling down Linton Street, yeah. they'll put out all the good press on him too. So I reckon they're the two that you'll read the most about. Yeah. Do you think he'll get up though? Like he's just been so injury prone in three seasons. Soft tissues. Jesus, yeah. are risking it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Question mark him for sure. Okay. Number nine, the Bulldogs. Now I'm going to have a plonk on Charlie Constable. Now, I don't even think he's been invited to the draft. That's a terrific name. Charlie Constable. 191, Sandy Dragons boy. So, again, this is weird. 191, and he's a mid. <laughs> mm. uh, again, inside midfielder. He can play forward and back, and he's pretty clean. So, I think he becomes... He's, he looks like a Bulldogs type. You yeah. know, that height that can play forward, can play back, put him wherever we want to. And I reckon that fits the Bulldogs, how they... They uh, picked their list. Simon Dalrymple down there, who obviously came from the uh, the Chris Pelkin School of Recruiters. Hamish Ogilvie, another one at Adelaide, all worked under Pelks. What do you mean not invited to the draft? Do you mean not I, to the combine? Yeah, yeah, no, to draft night. I, I thought I read something that he wasn't invited to draft night. Oh, okay. It's so got to hurt. It must have been a mistake. It sort of tells you. Yeah. But I, so what are they so I could be really they, wrong here. Say, <laughs> say, do they have like, clubs say we're thinking of taking this kid? Yes, they do. They actually, uh, you can put in a wish, yeah, they, I think they have to get, I can't in the old days it used to be three or five clubs mm-hmm. had to say, yep, yep, yep. So we wanted those kids there. So they fly them up and put them up and yeah. take mum and dad with them, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I know that discussion happened a long time ago. It was like, yeah, hang on, if we sort of saying we want that guy there, we're giving a hand away. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we won't nominate that guy and someone else and try to keep him Unhush. as a 50 for a hush-hush late pick. Absolutely. Yeah. So it does come into it. That discussion is held. So you've got to weigh it up. But I think I think um, Sheehan or whoever's in charge of all the AFL academies, they also get involved and go, no, he is going to be there. So they pretty much get it right. And the cameraman will be zooming in on blokes. You're thinking, oh, looks like he's next. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay. I love those trade periods now. I think last year was Amir. I know it was probably later ones this year. But uh, when, you know, that... that Amira deal got done with you know five minutes to go, yep, yeah. and then five minutes after that they wheel out Amira wearing a Hawthorne jumper out of Waverley, and it's like these people kind of have to hide in a. <laughs> yeah. And you go, what if they don't make that deal done? It's like, well, yeah. back to the airport, mate. Back to Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. later off it goes. Yeah, it's yeah. like the NBA. At least they have a cap on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the guy just walks up, grabs the cap, puts it on, <laughs> and then turns around, and go, "Who am I playing? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Thank you." <laughs> Um, so, yeah, nine is a bit of a punt. I've taken a bit of a punt pick on that one because I think the Bulldogs are the ones that normally do that. Ten, the Blues. Now. Here we go. Has last week's uh, terrible incident changed things? Uh, I, I was going to ask you about that. So, obviously, Sam Doherty, All-Australian player, went down. He, I don't think Carlton could have afforded to lose anyone less than Sam Doherty because... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we've, we, we're, not, we're not about super deep in the midfield, but we have midfielders. We've got some forwards there, but our forwards aren't great yet. But to lose Doherty, who's so creative off half-back, great intercept player, yeah, um, do, you, do, you, do you draft for that or do you just go, it's a year well, where we're going to suck a little bit? We picked up Aaron Mullet in the trade, in the trade period. He was doing he'll, his thing. He'll probably come take that role now. So, yeah, I wouldn't panic. 
yeah. because you know you've got someone to back up. I also think it means that Cameron O'Shea will go to Carlton now, live in certainty. Yeah, so he was playing with the Northern Bull Ants this year. Even the BNF, or did he or something? Yeah, I think he did. I think yeah. he did. Yeah. I, yeah, I reckon they'll take him for sure, maybe rookie or whatever. Yeah. And just think, well, he's an insurance. We know he can play. You know, if Mullet's not going great, we can chuck him down there. Wouldn't, but um, it may may move someone up the order. Oh, I went for Hunter Clark. Hunter Clark. Yeah, 186. And interesting enough, he's, he's a halfback sort of mid. Okay. Uh, he can find the footy, so tackles really, really well. Really good pressure player. Um, good for both sides. And I actually made a note, could go up the order after the mishap to Doherty. So the 9 and 10 might be the ones that have sort of jumped out a little bit. Yep. Um, out of out of my list. but uh, So how tall was he? He is a one eighty six. So when do you start thinking a player's too short? Because you look at like Caleb Daniel and yeah. I thought that he was too short. What do you what do you go <laughs> under one eighty? You just start thinking, well, he's a little bit used to be, but on? no, but one. I mean, they're picking one seventy fives as long as they get the footy. I yeah, don't, I don't think it's too many. I think the smallest guy in the top twenty might be that Jack Higgins, a little uh, small forward. Yep. Right? Which I mean, again, I got a bit of a punt him going to West Coast. I'm not sure. Do we have any kind of seven-footers up there? Yeah, Sam Hayes is the biggest guy. I reckon Sydney might take him. Uh-huh. Um, might, I'm not, he's, a, he's a pure ruckman. And I just think it was Sydney um, still question marks around Tippett. Yep. Massive question marks around Tippett. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, Very durable. Well, although... A lot of good football. <laughs> GWS at 11 might, might jump in too, maybe, because I think, well, they lost Mummy. Yeah, he got he's big out, isn't he? I reckon. Yeah, huge. He yeah. was. He didn't. He. I think he was second in tackles, average tackles for the year or something. Is and that just right? a bit of that. Pretty sure. A bit of that mongrel too. Well, yeah, he kind of protector. You know what? They walked taller when he was there. <laughs> yeah, but right. I think also too, it kind of forces their hand to not play because they wanted to play lob all the time. Yeah. And now work. they go. He's in the ruck. We put. We got the two big forwards in yep. uh, Patton and yeah. uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yep. So I think it actually makes them a better side. Like they're mm. better forward yeah, when stru- he's out. Structurally, yeah. So uh, they got Dawson Simpson. I think is the other one. So yep. they'll still need a backup. So maybe GWS might, or I still got them going Bonner, but they might pull this Hayes. If not, I reckon he could go to Sydney. Um, so who are you saying is going to go to GWS? You think Bonner? I think Bonner at eleven, but question mark around Hayes, depending if they what need they see, you know, best fits. Yep. And do they jump on to say uh, three contracts right away, or is it two, two or three? Two. And it's on two. a set mate, a set yep, amount, set rate, whatever it is. Yeah. Plus your match. Ninety grand or something. Uh, yeah. It's normally a fifty-eight base or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. And then you, uh, whatever the base game is, three now maybe. They want to move it to three years. Mm-hmm. I think they should. Yeah, so they should. Okay. Yeah. So, if, well, if we're going to commit to you, you need to commit to us for yeah. three years. Yeah. And everyone's happy. And everyone's happy. I got uh, the Tigers. I think Richmond are sitting there hoping at 17. I just don't know whether the Western Bulldogs at 16 are going to nominate Nace just to mess them up. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? Apparently, he's a Jet. Oh, he's a very good player. But would he go higher if he wasn't attached to Richmond? I'd I'd take him higher. Yeah. Uh, so top 10. I'd have him probably. Probably, yeah, yeah. If maybe, maybe one of the St Kilda picks? No, I'd probably am at 10. I'd probably am above Hunter Clark. Okay. Uh, Hunter, yeah, Hunter Clark. So who have you got at number 12? Who's oh, 12 Adelaide. Up? I just went Jared Brando as a big key position, which I still think they'll need one of those as a yep. as a backup. 13, I went Jack Higgins. And who's that for? West Coast. He's a little forward. Sydney at 14. Sydney at 14. And I went Sam Hayes, the big ruckman. Now... So I guess with a ruckman you go. It's a hard that's one, that's of four years down the track, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It? So that yeah, like that's Tim the hard played call. a couple of games for um, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. He's a stick. Yeah, that's right. So 
Um, I reckon Brisbane will take maybe Aaron Norton if Frio don't take him at that pick five. He's the one that could be... At 15? Yeah. If Frio take him at five, it's going to mess up a lot of my stuff. So what's Norton do? See, like a... Key position defender more so. Yeah, okay. sure. Which I think Brisbane would still like one. Yeah. As a, as a backup. Yeah. Uh, 16 Bulldogs, I've got them going Nathan Murphy, who's a play-anywhere sort of player, which the Bulldogs love. But they might do Nash just to wreck Richmond at 17. So Have 17 you, is Nash. Well, I've got a gut feeling. I don't know why, and I keep telling old Peter B, don't worry. He's like, ah, they're going to do it to us. Yeah. We'll have to use 17. I go, and that's okay, because he's better than that. But i just got this gut feeling they, they might not do it. And then at 17, Richmond will pick Oscar Allen who I reckon would be flipping steel. I love this guy really? when I saw him. He is uh, the second tallish forward to Richmond. I think he won the Lark medal. WA lead-up mark. I reckon he'd be a straight-in fit for Richmond. He'd be perfect. But also worries me that West Coast sitting there at 13 might <laughs> take a home-growner. Yeah. So i just got a feeling Oscar Allen might sneak. Brisbane at 18. Lockie O'Brien is an outside mid. I just need to add a little bit of outside pace still. 19, the Gold Coast. A plonk on Lachlan Fogarty. He's also a midfielder, rated pretty highly. And then the last one I went, pick 20 Richmond. Again, hoping that no one jumps in to get Nash. I've got Noah Bolter. I like the name. (laughs) (laughs) Noah Bolter, B-A-L-T-A is the last name. And he's a key position player. And again... Suit Richmond down to the ground. Yeah. Have you have you matched this list up with any other people? No, don't worry about that. I don't, I'll, I'll probably do it after the draft. I yep. mean, tend to go after draft and have a look what others have said because mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't want anyone influencing my opinions. Yeah. I watch a lot of tape. <laughs> I get a little vision and and whatnot. Um, and mature age, it could be one out of the VFL. Uh, Fritz played it. I think it was Casey. Kicked a truckload of goals. Oh, as if he's not being called Fritzel. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big kick, big marker, and the Pies might grab him. And the Liam Ryan, remember he was sort of rated last year, kid yeah. out the waffle? He kicked 70 goals the year before, and no one took him. It was a bit of a, hmm. And then heard that he had a few issues. He kicked yep. another 40-odd this year. So he's now, thereabouts. yeah, I reckon with this sort of draft, again, could it be Collingwood who might take the punt on Fritz or, or him? Carlton O'Shea out of the VFL. Um, Sandfall, yeah, the only punt pick there could be the big ruckman out of Norwood, Boulderstone. Um, if anyone needs a backup ruckman, and Meese out of the VFL, you heard about him. I mean, averages 60 hitouts a game, and Bloody why is he not on the list? Is crazy, but he's 29. So, uh, yeah. yep. but the comparison to the AFL, you know, the hitouts of Sanderland 41. This guy's averaging 60. Jeez, I know it's VFL, but he does play against some listed AFL guys yeah, and towels them up at the age. And I got um, Henry Shade. I think, you know, the kid that went to Collingwood, done all right. Didn't he have, keep Franklin to one goal? I don't remember. Him, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. And then Pies delisted. So okay. something's up there. And Billy Hartung, where's he going, Chamber? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Yeah. He'll go because of his outside speed. And the fact that Hawthorne took Impey, which is a very, very good pick. Yeah. Outstanding pickup for, for Hawthorne. Really so good what pick. do the Hawks do? They don't get into the draft till pick 45, I think it is. So uh, that's third round. Just whoever. <laughs> yeah, just whatever's around yeah. at that stage. It's going to be hard because some clubs will have someone rated at 12 and others will have at 50 in this draft. Mm. Yeah. So so in quality, of, what's the quality of this draft compared to next year's? Oh, next year's outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I've even... Uh, the kids out of South Australia that Rankin and, and Lacocious, you're going to laugh. What a name. Lacocious is his last name. 
And Rosie. There's a Rosie. We love a Rosie. So you, you got to sponsor him. Yep. And the Victorian got the, the twins. You know the Twin Towers out of Sandy and Hale? Have you heard about them? No, I have not. Oh, mate. Max King and Ben King. Brothers. Dead, 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 yeah, twins, yeah. Yep, That's gotcha. normally what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Working it out as I go oh, yep, to there. Yep. They will definitely be, you know, top five possibly. So that's where I can north are trying to get the priority pick oh. and pick one and they'll end up with one of the kings and rank on. Max King and, and what's that Ben one? King. Ben King. Okay. Yeah, Father Wayne. <laughs> no. <laughs> David King's kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are huge. They're giants and they are really good players. And that's why everyone's saying, holy cow, it's going to be a good draft. I mean, there's five guys that <laughs> yeah, are going right. to go top. So you think teams have got an eye on 2018 draft? Oh, Richmond have got an eye on 2020 draft with the Rioli kid. Yeah, yeah, okay. Out of the territory. He's, yeah. The, have you seen him? I uh, saw some YouTube vision of him. Oh, really? He put a couple of shame now. Oh, that's Morris's son, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I loved his interview when he said, you know, dad left footer, me right footer. <laughs> <laughs> and the vision of him, he, he seriously put a few blokes to shame now. He'd walk around a few blokes at 15. He is dead set. So what's he playing? What, what, oh, the, school footy up at uh, that school that... Gets a lot of them. I was going to say he's got Richard Tambling covered at that age. Yep. <laughs> Clarification. That's pretty special. Richard Tambling at 16 had everyone just flooding him. Yeah. Thinking, this guy was going to be Very a freak. Yeah. And he was at South Adelaide Resi's. He was outstanding. Yeah. Well, I think that's where he finished Tambling. So if you're the Brisbane Lions recruiter, the, uh, yep. the draft is on Friday night. Do you have your first round pick locked in or are you still potentially... Hmm. Flip-flopping. Was well, it five days beforehand? Yeah. Nah, you'd have locked in by now, surely. Yeah, if you bring okay. that indecisive five days out... You um, find a new line of work, mate. Yeah, because, I mean, how many hours they spent on this? Now, you've got to remember, this David Juniaki, it's not just this year they watched him. Yeah, And if okay. you... I know, seriously, they're probably at 16s. We used to go to the under-16 championships yep. and keep notes on guys and follow them through in their bottom age year and whatnot. And, you know, everyone's out there checking them how they're at school, how they tie their tie nicely and yeah. your shoes nice and polished and hopefully your family aren't rat bags because um, that does come into a little bit now. Yeah, absolutely. Is that a question now? Has now? any of your parents been deported? Deported to New Zealand. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it has, it is on the, it'll take you. It is on the Richmond get list. Get Brownlow and a Norm Smith. The, the, the quality of kids and the character of families always been. As yeah. I think I told you a story with Choco years ago. It was, yeah. it was always about family and, you know, he's like, well, I'm picking that kid, the family are loopy. Yeah. You know? So it does become an issue because parents always want to get in there and you're like, hey, just let them go. You know, let them go and play. They're, they're been. I think Brayshaw done himself no harm when he said, I'll go anyway. I don't care. So does that make Freya go, ooh, hang on. But is that the kid saying it because I just want to flip and get drafted? Well, every kid says yeah. that, don't they? They go, I just want to play AFL footy. Yeah, but, but I also want to go home in two years' time. My, my yeah. son, when he was in the draft, when hoping to get in the draft, I was I spoke to him. We, we had a guy come around, signed him up for Convoy Management, and he was fairly hopeful he was going to get picked up. And I said to him, what if in the state club? He said, I don't care. Yeah. I said, yeah, but it's going to make it hard for us because we're going to have to come. He said, you don't have to come and watch me play every week. I said, Joel, you know I love footy. I'll come every week. He said, yep. no, that'd be stupid. Once a year is fine. And he was like, I think the kids like, get away from mum and dad sometimes. So yeah. They really like it. Yep. Some others who are, you know, our son was very close to us, but I think it, it you know, and he went to Norwood and I, I still went over 15 times out of 20. <laughs> no, I either drove or flew over 15 times that first year because I, I just love me footy. But um, it, it's, it's hard to get a catch up with Fester too, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I did that first year. Just <laughs> outstanding human Fester. It really is. We're a heart of gold. Just got married. He just got married, but he is the most brutal supporter. Should have heard the sleeping <laughs> at his wedding. <laughs> 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 fucking dress. Well, 
<laughs> and, and his own, terrible. which was one of his his daughters from his first marriage, I think. And she's in a wrestling good Can't old Geordie. Divorced. <laughs> he is just the heart of gold, seriously. But I, I, to be honest, I couldn't get to his wedding. He's one of my All closest right, friends we'll, now. But we'll keep an eye on your, uh, your on our our draft. Our draft, yeah. yes, absolutely. We goes, have a lot of input into that. You now, if it goes awry, then I can just say, well, <clears throat> it was your fault. But as I said, last two years, eight out of the top ten, including the number ones. We went McGrath last year, remember? Yeah. Because I remember you got your chalk because everyone's saying McCluggage. and going, nah, I'll take McGrath. Speed. So, um, okay, cross, so cross Dave, the fingers Dave on Friday night. Uniaki to the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, if, that's, if that's wrong, oh, yeah. Oh, well. It's too hard. As I said, it's a struck match. This one is really difficult, I must admit. This yeah. is the hardest, I think. I, I honestly thought McGrath was number one standout. No doubt. And that was right. Um, and he was very, very good this year. I wish, I wish you had backed him for the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it's worked out well for him, hasn't it? Yeah, I wish somebody would <laughs> got on. Did you not get on it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a, yeah, I came now. What was he it's paying? Okay. Like a dollar ten? No, no, no. Burton was favourite. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. And then the money kept coming. Yeah. Uh, Burton still started favourite. It was a dollar seventy favourite or something. So mm. it's just no, he made a bit more. Oh, Burton was fantastic. But again, you know, people probably look. Well, he's down the bottom. You know, Essen a little bit up. Yeah, they're the smoky team. Essen and Port Adelaide. I okay, so right. maybe get on him for the uh, for the rising star, and then maybe get on um, for the rookie of the year, Lindsay Thomas. Oh, I think. I, I think. I think Junk Time's own Jack Graham is probably going to be the rookie of the year, won't he? Because yeah. he's eligible. He's played under ten games. Yeah, actually, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. dollar twenty. Yeah. Have you ever had? I don't reckon this. I think this will be the first time in the history of it. That a premiership player <laughs> will be the Mad Rising Star <laughs> favourite yeah, okay. and winner. Yeah. Or will Jack go, you know what? <laughs> I've got my premiership medal, played five games. I don't need to be rookie of the year. Maybe <laughs> so, we pull someone out of there like a, um, oh, I don't know. Who could it be? Let's plonk one. Junk time zone. Constable. I like You Constable. like Charlie? <laughs> I like Charlie. Right, Cameron Rayner. Come on. We'll give it to a, a yeah, dusty can, oh, Yeah, yeah. 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 The fat kid from the country. I'll <laughs> 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 oh, wrap it up. Thank you so much uh, for your help, Craig. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for the draft order on Friday and see if uh, it's the... If we the 100% record <laughs> that you shall guess. Absolutely. So it's on Fox Footy if you check it out on Friday night. It's going to be – I'm actually looking forward to watching it. Yeah, no, it can be cool. And, I love, you know, you just love seeing the kids in the polo looking awkward and then they can show those, you know, photos. In 15 years' time. In 15 yeah. years' time, yeah. You know, like the oh, Juddy horrendous uh, yeah, yeah. and Luke Ball running on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's an iconic photo. <laughs> it is an iconic you photo. You should do that as a you – sh- you and Chambone get someone else to that's mock a photo and put it up and say, this oh, is what's going to happen to you. We'll do it with you if you're happy to run down uh, the beach. Yeah, yeah. good chance. <laughs> I'll go to a beach and I'll get a harpoon, mate. So. <laughs> oh, we'll see you guys. Have fun. Cheers. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Go Richmond. <laughs>
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.